Hello, welcome to the Dungeon Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Monday Night's Age of Sigmar show. Still not got a proper name, so it's just Age of Sigmar Mondays or something. And I'm joined by Nathan Prescott, everyone's favorite actual co- uh, main host, the host. I'm trying to say I'm the sidekick, but I failed. Nathan Prescott. No, I'm not. <clears throat> I can't even speak. Uh, no. Yes, I mean, hello. Hello, Nathan. Yeah, I can hear you. That's not the microphone you're using, though. Tap it. Okay, that is, oh, nailed it. Nailed it. Never mind. We're also joined by James. Uh, I've got a beard, and I'd like to be in the film uh, Lighthouse 2. Um, how are you, James? Uh, yeah, really good. Filming for Lighthouse 2 is going well. Uh, <laughs> it's set in Japan, so I can be a kawaii girl, too. And, wow, uh, that's an interesting That's nice. how it works. Mm. <laughs> Uh, and Dan is back from his travels. Many people say that it was him that finally took the boat out of the canal. I know that that is a throwback and not really relevant to last week, but I'm going to go with it because uh, I've got nothing else in the tank. Dan, how are you? I'm good. I would like to point out to everyone that Rob does this thing every show where he doesn't tell us the countdown is on and we're about to go live, and he just... I feel like you're trying to, you're hoping that we're going to say something or slip something in there just on the button because we'll be sitting there, we'll be chatting, we're talking, we're laughing, and then suddenly out of nowhere you just hear Rob go, "Hi, I'm Rob, and welcome to the Honest War Game." And I'm like, "Shit, what was I just saying?" Ah, <laughs> every single show. That's proper I, dangerous. He'll yeah, get himself right. banned one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can hope. Uh, having done this be the fourth show today, two band shows just gone and a stat show today. The only thing at this point I can think is, please, please never let me do this again. That's it. That's all I could think. Uh, just fire me into well, the you're moon. just getting into the groove now. Surely you're just warming up. <laughs> getting there. I'm just going to start do it every, doing it off. I should my... do it every day. I should do it. Yeah, I really need to put the reps in. I think maybe get a bit yeah, of practice yeah. under my belt. That's mm. the. <laughs> I think it would probably oh. make you half decent, so I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot there. Right. Listen. Uh, it's a pleasure having you three on. If you guys are listening to the podcast, stay hydrated. If you're one of the thugs on YouTube, thanks for hanging out. And of course, if you're one of the the gorgeous Twitch chat. Thanks. I'll dance for you, Twitch chat. That's right. Um, the two names, two potential names for the show, uh, if anyone would like to. One of them is Nathan and Friends. Uh, that's a good suggestion by Chuck Um The other one is that Nathan's name should now be Nathan Unimprescott because he's never impressed. <laughs> <laughs> he might be today. He might be today, yes, because the subject mm. of today's show is not going to be a particularly long show because there's some very exciting news, so why not just deep dive straight into the exciting news? And we'll do that. I'm going to quickly find out who all my show hosts are. Not quickly, they don't have to rush. But I'm going to ask how my co-hosts are because I miss them and I love them and I don't get to see them. And then uh, <coughs> we're going to go and talk about Kragnos and his war scroll and how we feel about it. And then we're also going to talk about the Age of Sigma through three news because they're unboxing the limited edition box on Sat on Sunday or Saturday, sorry, live on air. We're also potentially going to talk about the band phase stuff later on. Maybe it's not going to be that short a show. We're also going to talk about Warhammer Plus. Very excited to hear Dan's thoughts on that. Uh, very, <laughs> very excited to hear Dan's thoughts on that. Uh, and I have a couple of thoughts myself. 
really excited to see Nathan Prescott use another website other than OnlyFans. OnlyFans Plus. Uh, <laughs> <is> the... <laughs> I don't even know. What's Warhammer Plus? Oh, I'll find out in a bit. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I like how you don't know. That, the fact that you don't know is gold. It is like solid gold. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, I'll start with you, James. James, how you been and what's going on? You gorgeous young fella. ASP, hi. Hello, everyone. Battlesquake, big love. I am. Uh, I'm super good. Super well. A bit, bit tired. Was in, was in an office today, so had to get up earlier than I do when I work from my house. So I'm a little bit tired. I'm painting some, some lady stormcast. There's some lady heads. I don't know if you can see that yet. So but, what uh, makes that's... them like like without without trying to like like cause any sort of like international incidents? What what have you done to make them ladies? We got lady heads on. Are you like uh, <laughs> crocodile that's, Dundee? That's my lot. How that's... how would that be, Nathan? That's how he finds out if people are ladies or not ladies. How does he do that? With his hand. Haven't you watched Crocodile Dundee? No, but has he been me too well, Yeah, yeah he, he should have been. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those films that definitely won't have aged well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no one. Maybe they're, we they're could not review that next week. Yeah, they're not remaking like... Crocodile Dundee two, are they? They're not like it's the Crocodile oh, yeah. Dundee remake. Although Dan, surely maybe you should pitch that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And just be like, let's see how quickly we can get it cancelled. Like just, just how hard and how fast. Flip yeah, it like... up, Lady Crocodile Dundee. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Or oh, that again. a lipstick? I'll call this a lipstick. Yeah, but but well, no. What I was going to say is like Crocodile Dundee. The problem is, it's it's not about crocodiles. It's about a man. What if this? It's the story of a crocodile who comes onto the land to tame humans and teach us how to love. Oh, uh, I think oh like that's... just a crocodile that comes onto land and goes to Dundee, the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we go. Like goes to school, has a life, meets a woman, settles down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bloody cold though for a crocodile. Poor yeah, animal. that well, that's part of the problem, isn't it? Like, there'd be various bits of him, like, run into a heat lamp, like in a survival movie. I think that that's, would be, I, that would be that's where, where it goes. He fight, he goes into a shop to buy himself a coat because he's cold, realizes that they make crocodile skin coats, becomes oh my furious, gosh. gets his shotgun, and goes and destroys the factory where they make them or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. his that's his break point in the in, it writes itself. Do really. you reckon there's a crocodile coat factory in Dundee. <laughs> Imagine, I love the import cast on that. Yeah, yeah. They import live crocodiles just to skin them and turn them into coats. And it'd have that, it'd have to have that line where it's like that, like some dude pulls a knife on him it's like, shink, and he's like, the crocodile's like that's not a knife, these are knives, and then like opens his mouth <laughs> nice, and it's full of it. teeth. And the guy's like, ah, shit. Um <laughs> But also, let's remember the crocodile, they only have, like, tiny little stumpy legs, so he can't really stand up. So he, he's always on the ground or, like, flopping around being like, ah! <laughs> I think we should probably call the show a day there and go right to yeah, the film. Let's get yeah, out we, of here. We've, uh, <laughs> thanks, everyone, we've for tuning to us, Wargamer. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Uh... <laughs> Goodbye. We'll be on Netflix in next week. <laughs> uh, that's me. Somehow that was just me asking how James is. Uh, Dan, how have you been? Um, uh, look, I, I managed to I managed to fuck up the easiest thing in the world uh, the other day, uh, oh. which is uh, so I I slept bad and busted up my spine. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't know how I, I just 
I woke up, I was like, oh, I, I probably need to go for a quick piddle. And then as I went to roll out of bed, I just heard like a splorch and a couple of popping noises from my, my middle back. And I was like, ah, good. That is agony. Uh, and so so I've just been slowly asking myself, what what did I do to upset the bed gods? Uh, maybe farted in it a little bit too much. Yeah, RIP spine. Um, so I'm I'm tossing up between two different possible solutions. So uh, one one is just heavily medicate with alcohol, which I'm leaning towards, and possibly stretch a little bit. The other one is after playing a little bit of Mortal Kombat, I've just gotten a few ideas <sighs> with just how to remove the spine completely. So I'm one thinking I might go with that. Yeah. Uh, so Sorry, can I just update? Because Dan said Mortal Kombat, and obviously yeah. this is a short show. Yeah. I went to the cinema last week and saw yeah. Mortal Kombat. How That's was it? Yeah. Uh, wow. Like going to the cinema, amazing. Mortal Kombat, even better. <laughs> I don't know. Well, did it have that? Did it have the classic line where it's like, "Mom, you're alive," and it's like, "Too bad you will die." Like just the most classic <laughs> line from the Mortal Kombat uh, annihilation. We definitely had to uh, get over here. Oh, good, good. We- which is the all only, it needed. That's all it really needed. And Raiden, although uh, who played Raiden in the original? Was it Christopher Lambert? Amazing. Yeah, it was. Amazing yes, individual. Was. Amazing individual. Died exactly how I want to die. Um, is he die? I think he died. How I want to hey, die. Nice. Google, Google it. Um, don't Google Icy Winters. So, uh, James, don't, Dan, don't do it. Don't Google Icy Winters. Don't do it. Right. So, uh, James, I wanted to ask about Mortal Kombat. Uh, last night, I when we finished the Super Series yesterday, it was very tired, but I was like, look, we're a bit knackered. Intern Matt was staying at mine. Uh, Dan, little quick side note, if you want to sleep on a bunk bed, very comfortable for the spine. I, uh, I've i reviewed one recently. By, from, I've got I, bunk beds in my flat now. They're great. But little side note, anyway, Matt came back to mine, and we were like, well, let's watch a movie and eat some food. I made him a stir fry, and we watched the new Army of the Dead film. Yeah. Oh, mm, good. Yeah. Do not watch that film. Zero <laughs> percent really? good. Yeah, so bad. So <laughs> bad. percent good. Isn't that where Dan was the last five weeks making that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Um, other things. Other things. We don't talk about that. We're not allowed to talk about that. There's an NDA involved. Um, but uh, but I. That's disappointing because like from all the trailers, I'm like, this is the zombie movie I've been waiting for. Uh, so it's kind of heartbreaking to hear that. Yeah, it's like it's it's as bad as I think Mortal Kombat should be. Yeah, I went to Mortal Kombat. I was like, this is going to be bad, but I'm going to have a really nice time because I haven't been to the cinema in like mm. a year and a half, and I just want some nachos with questionable cheese. And then like I came out and I was buzzing. If anyone gets a chance, just listen to the soundtrack. There's one song on there. You'll know which one. Top okay. notch. All right, all right, I, sweet. I, I would say that like my one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies though is 100% the old school Street Fighter movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, that is just, it's so bad. It's so J- terrible. JVD. Yeah, but uh, but Street Fighter, Street Fighter specifically, that is just the best old school bad movie. Uh, scenery for chewing you, good. I love for it. For you, it was the worst day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. Just like, <laughs> the best lines. <laughs> the best line ever. Uh, my yeah. favorite uh, B movie is, of course, The Gods Must Be Crazy, which brings me on to Nathan Prescott. Nathan, how have oh. you been and what have you been up to? Hi. Uh, yeah, I've been all right. I've uh, slept okay, thank you. I've not broken my back sleeping. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, otherwise, uh, 
hobby-wise, I've finished my other Gargant, so now I've got three Ale Guzzlers and a and a War Stomper ready, one-eyed Grunach, and uh, three Ale st- uh, Ale Guzzlers ready for the weekend. So yeah. Wow. Okay, so you'll be playing at the weekend. We'll talk about that in a moment. I want to ask: Did you happen to catch any of the Gargant battles that occurred this weekend on the TSN? It's okay if you were busy. Uh, but they, uh, they, one, like there were. So one went zero and three, run by Rick. Uh, but the other one, uh, played, run by Andy, went two one. Oh, yeah. No, I've, uh, I didn't watch. I didn't manage to catch it over the weekend, but I had it on while I was at work today uh, in my ears. So yes, I've just heard. Um, yeah, the one that beat uh, Tony in with the KO. Yeah, the Gargans beating the KO. That was pretty. Uh, pretty impressive and yeah, yeah. Turn, turn, it sounded turn, turn, turn. it sounded like the other one was quite close as well against the daughters of Cain in the second round at least first round no but second round yeah. <laughs> first round big no uh second round there was a little bit more uh there was a little more more give and then also played into the chain shows quite interesting it was the dps <laughs> check which i find fascinating uh but yeah it was a big 12 inch charge um uh, by andy into the prime the celestin prime and uh murdering him uh, I think via the impact hits, he did quite a few. Uh, killed him with his club and then death gripped the gun hauler that was next to him to death at the same time. So if you imagine, <laughs> if you imagine a mega gargan just going over and toe punting the Celestine Prime into oblivion <laughs> while grabbing a boat out of the sky and crushing it, it's about the most Kong thing you can think of and it must have looked yeah. incredible. Yeah, so super cool. Um, yeah, Nathan, uh, the gargants this weekend, you've written yourself a gargant list, is that correct? Well, it's, uh, I don't have enough for a pure gargant list and uh probably i don't know if i'd play that i like having lots of different toys on the table so no it's a git mob list uh not a git mob it's a gloom spite list it's uh so it's one eye grunach as a as an ally and then the ale guzzlers which are still a thing in in the gloom spite uh yeah so better than man crushers I know. Well, yeah, it's Weird. such a better name as well. So, yeah, such a better name. I was, yeah, I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, why would you want to be called a man crusher when you could be called an ale guzzler? <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's not enough beer left in the mortal realms for them to all be ale guzzlers, mm. and maybe that's the problem. My question also, is uh, specifically, uh, specifically of all the things in the mortal realms that you could crush, why men? That's one of the easiest things to crush. It's like, what did you do? Ah, yeah, I crush men. It's like, ah, cool. Like, you and most things. If you were like, what, like, what are you? Like, eel crusher gargant. You're like, oh, damn, this, like, that's tough. Like, that's a yeah. like, crack, kraken eater. You're like, okay, r- intense mood there. Eating krakens, powerful. Eel gripper, surely. Eel yeah, gripper. Yeah. Gargant. Yeah. Gate, that's got to be hard breaker. to grip an eel. Got yeah. to Gate breaker, tough. Man crusher, it's like a, a stormcast with a hammer crushes a man. Like anyone, anyone with worth their salt in the mortal realms that's 155 points or more can do that. So come on, mate, up your game. Guzzle well, ale or be better. Tom in the chat is saying that that we've got it wrong. He's not. They're not physically crushing them. That they have crushes on men full time. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that must be that must be like hard to Fair get your head around when you're fighting a bunch of uh, hangers. <laughs> You're just like, oh, that one's hot, that one's... Maybe that's why they put some in their pants. They're like, that one's good. <laughs> that one's really good. good. <laughs> Save that, that one for later. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is taking a dark uh, turn and I regret it. Oh, it's great. 
Nathan, how long were you spending thinking about uh, the fact that they're called Man Crushers and not El Guzners? Ballpark. Uh, it's probably about half an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> just sat in a field with a beer, just thinking it through, just processing. That's what you got to do through when through trauma is what people tell me. Process it, but what I do is I run from it. That's my tactic. Oh, I think I was in a hot tub, but yeah, sure. We'll you were in a hot tub. Nice. Uh, also, uh, Gabe in the chat uh, is just saying that his uh, Mega Boss and War Crusher is giving you a big high. I don't know if you saw the oh, Mega Boss and War Crusher uh, giving some slaps out yesterday. Oh, he yeah. a Mega Gargan in a round and also 10 knights, 10 Chaos Knights with oh. re-rollable saves with a 3-up save. Yeah, well, of course, he's a Mega Boss on War Crusher. That's what he does all the time. 10 times out of 5. <laughs> that's a good statistic yeah. we'll get that Strong. on the stat show is what we'll do alright well I'm glad that you three are well um, uh, how are you doing uh, I'm a bit tired I'm not going to lie uh, it's been a very long weekend doing all the setup, cleaning the venue up it looks really nice now thank you had two wonderful teams in the Marauders and hard work here. climbing up to the top bunk eh? mm-hmm. it's very hard climbing up to the top <laughs> bunk uh, yes uh, I've moved my bedroom, my bed upstairs now so I have to go up an extra set of stairs to go to sleep it's very tiring uh-huh. um, but, uh, but the games yesterday were very exciting it was thrilling to talk them through there were some key clutch moments uh, I will just let everyone now know that my Gargant's uh, hatred has gone from I hate them to I'm not sure that's no, where they're at that's where it's at I'm not sure I don't think I'm pro them. I don't think I'm even medium them, but I'm not sure at the minute. Could, so, could you give us the Gargan-like improvement in a Nathan Prescott-style percentage? Okay, so I was previously uh, giving them like a good 10%. Uh, uh-huh. But I'd say I'm now like at like a 35, 38, oh. 39%. Nice. Yeah. You know what? That's not, that's not the worst. No, Gargan-curious is what I'd say. As what I'd say. I mean, I think what? the guys who brought the list this weekend had some like they, they were identical lists, which I think is very interesting. So it was double gatebreaker, mm. kraken eater, and then it was also th- a one unit of three man crushers, mm. not the much superior Elguzlers, of course. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it was interesting to watch them play. I think mainly because of two of the scenarios, specifically Battle for the Pass, where you can kick your own objective into the middle, and also focal points where monsters count as more points. There's like a really good reason mm. to take those monsters. So maybe if there was a more even spread of battle plans, hmm. I don't know. I didn't know. Um, is what I'm going to say. I still like. I don't love how they play. And then ultimately, like when they fell apart, they fell apart quick, and you could kind of see. Hmm. You really just—it's a weird playstyle, right? Hope not to die. <laughs> but well, I mean, that sounds also, about normally everybody's game plan. You don't know this. Whatever game there. you're playing, <laughs> I think the problem is they have no built-in redundancy. Like something goes wrong, they use a they lose a unit and it's a huge blow to the army. Whereas even even in most other big stuff, even in a, a death army that's got Nagash, yes, they rely a lot on Nagash, but they still have a thousand points of the rest of the army to play with. Where you know, with the the Mega Gargants, you lose one of those. You're like, oh, that's that's such a huge portion of my ability to score to do anything i don't have any redundancy in the list from it yeah uh, yeah exactly so i don't know anyway interesting but i tell you what wasn't scary or what was scary marathi and bow snakes and you know what got banned in both band shows today marathi straight away wow 
They, like Marathi, go next one. Marathi, go. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't like to... Marathi. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Anyway, anyway. So um, I had a really fun weekend doing that. Looking mm. forward to doing another weekend of it tomorrow. I got to hang out with Darren and Speckles and Intern Matt and Scrivo, who are all great. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, let's get on with the hot news. Um, uh, let's get on with the hot news because uh, Age of Sigmar Three is the is going to be unboxed. We know it's Dominion. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that now. We'll kind of like like a lovely sandwich. We'll do a layer of um, mind salt. Then we'll get a cheeky war scroll cheese middle, mm-hmm. and then we'll stick a, a Warhammer Plus mine of salt at the end. And, then we'll... <laughs> and God and, and God help us when we get to the layer that's just Chipotle. Because, yeah. you know, when they were making the, you know, like normally in the burrito, you want the layers even. So every bite has a little bit of everything. But sometimes there's just a solid chunk where you're like, I'm just eating sauce for the next several bites. When we hit the sauce bite, uh, I, I, it'll that, be the struggle that, bus. But we'll is that the moment it. when you get a bad sandwich artist over a good sandwich artist? That's when you get a community college artist versus like a, an, an, a, a full on arts degree. I'd love to go artist. to community college. That'd be so good. I don't know what I'd study probably something really prime for adhd kids i don't know what uh anyway right so uh the i don't know what that would be i don't know whatever i'm good at the oh, I'm not good at that though am i Dave? i'm just going to oh, talking about balls. it <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> uh now listen um uh the um age of sigma 3 has been so Kragnos is on pre-order the Kragnos book is on pre-order so that's the first bit of news it's on pre-order so then next friday we're going to learn all of the Kragnos stuff which is really exciting so when all of the content creators who get it ahead of time get their stuff so that means we're going to find out Kragnos's uh war scroll which we already know but we're going to find out more stuff looks like there's some silverneth news in there as well there mm. might also be a beast of chaos battalion because there's a new silverneth model and we're going to get his stuff there's a um our oh, percussive scruff thanks for donating six pound 90 to the show that's very much appreciated loads and loads skull to you we're also going to see it's very very cool of you uh we're also going to see um uh croak's new war scroll so that's very exciting for everyone very exciting for everyone uh, we also maybe may see some Beast of Chaos stuff. There's also a Skaven box set on pre-order. Um, not got any new Skaven models in neither of the Beast of Chaos one. Uh, but we might be seeing some new Skaven War Scrolls potentially as well. Or at least a Skaven Battalion. Maybe. So has anyone got any feelings or thoughts on any of that? <coughs> I, have, I, have a, I have a feeling or a thought on the pre-orders that are up for next weekend. And that's that Radikar the Wolf and Radikar's Court went up for pre-order it like here in Canada at uh, $195 Canadian for both combined, which is just a little bit less expensive than the whole uh, of the village that shall not be named haunted hamlet box. (laughs) And the worst part is that they're sold out. They're sold out. Who bought those? (laughs) Maybe there was only four of them. Yeah, Yeah, think about that. Possibility. Thank God. Anyway, um, no, I'm I'm genuinely quite. I'm really. Really frothy, excited. That that salt mine out of the way. I'm really excited for all these releases. This is like genuinely. I I think I was I was in a lull. I was in a war dolly lull, and and just like back to back banger releases, things that I'm excited about or at least interested in. I'm like, oh oh yeah, okay. Like I'm feeling I'm feeling that hype train building inside of my my uh, beardy loins, and so I'm I'm really excited for for all of that. Just to to read it to see it. I think it's going to be great. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm actually very excited. An update for Sylvaneth, very exciting. Their book has been languishing for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, maybe. I think we get we the rumor behind the scenes is Alariel gets a War Scroll update and she gets pretty kick ass. So that's the, that's the rumored scuttlebutt. So that's cool. We obviously got the new character as well. Maybe we'll see some new War Scroll updates. Like Ellis is saying in the chat, we have heard that maybe seven armies are going to get updated War Scrolls. So mm. we could see new Skaven War Scrolls, which would be cool. Not that I think any of them really need changing. They're all pretty great. Maybe just some points moving here or there. The mm. War Scrolls for Skaven aren't really an issue, I would say. It's mainly the sub-factions not really existing and also battle traits. But yeah. that's a side note. Um Beast of Chaos are going to get some War Scroll updates. And this is where it gets really interesting, Beast of Chaos, because... (sighs) I don't know how to... No, that's that's not a right way to put it. You know when you're looking at a hot group of guys? Yeah. They're a group. This way, if I say it about guys, it's fine, apparently. Yeah. Well, you know when you're looking at a group of guys, but there's only one hot one and the rest are chubby like me. There we go. It's self-depreciating as well. So there's no way you can ever... S- you can't cancel me, fucks. <laughs> yeah. You can't cancel me at all. Right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean, you're though? You're being very one... politically correct, yeah. Carry Thank on. you, Nathan. Is, is, Thank when you. You're, but Rob, yeah, as, as the chat reminds us, when you're a man crusher and mm-hmm. you're looking at a group of men and you're crushing... Yeah. And only right? one of them is the hot one, you mm. crushing on one mega time, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the others are the others are a bit a bit like a one eyed take, take take it or leave it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, take it or leave it. So the uh, my real point is uh, that would be like what would happen if they updated just one beast of chaos war scroll, and they were like, this one is really good, and the rest are like, oh no, like because they all need updating pretty severely, is mm. what I think. So, like, if they just updated the Gorgon, yeah, true. But, but, but it is the best model. But okay. James, what if it's the only good unit? It's fine. I'll just take twelve. Can't take twelve. Can I take four? Come on. Maybe they'll change Fucking the rules. Idiot. Maybe there'll be battle line if battle line <laughs> if battle well, line. Who would be and the like general? One hundred and sixty-five points. There'll be a named one, a like named... the chariot. A named Gorgon on a chariot. That's what I want. Yeah, or, or you just take the tax. Just take the 90-point wizard and all Gorgons. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, okay, fine. So Gorgon on up. his chariot. He's a Gorgon. And he's not a man crusher. Even though he's the best-looking one. Yeah. You put okay. him on the table and you're like, yes, I've got this. This is really good. I'm feeling very confident. And then uh, very quickly into it, you're like, oh, no, I have made a terrible mistake as all of your Gorgons are lifted off the board in a heartbeat. I did once have a uh, a Gorgon in one round of combat kill four eels. I think oh, it was. Oh, that's not bad. That's fun. Did you have to sacrifice the rest that's of your really army good. to let that happen? No, well, no, it was just hilarious because I played someone they didn't play very well. I killed one eel in combat, but then at one out the middle, rolled well, and then they died to battle shock. But, you know, other so than you that. you didn't really kill four, kind of, but not really. But I did. It's a story that I keep to the ages. <laughs> yeah. Eels, worse than Gorgons. The okay. One thing his grandchildren are going to hear about every fucking yep. day. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, oh, Gordon. Gosh. Here we Gordon go again. Mike Gorgon. So uh, Shugo makes the good point in the chat. So anyway, uh, so we get a new book. It's very exciting, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I the... think we get we get loads of new War Scroll updates. And I hope it's good as uh, I hope it's good as Marathi's updates because they they did really nice stuff with both Daughters Cain and Eidneth. 
not that I think either really need oh the IDF units specifically needed it, not the army as a whole. So it'd be nice to see them definitely lift up Sylvaneth as a as an army in a load of different ways, and I think that would be really fun. And it would also see uh, it would be really nice to see them pick Beast of Chaos up, and also maybe just give Skaven some more tools would be nice. Mm. So um, now one of the things that I don't know if you guys saw, but Shugo's pointing out in the chat. Did you see the article with the artwork uh, for Alariel in the style of the collector's editions Broken Realms books? Did you guys happen to catch that particular no. image? I'll go see if I can find it now uh, while we... Um, it got released talking. a while ago, right? So, no, it came out like it was It was recently. So there's like a, a set of collector's edition images. I'm going to see if I can find it on the community site. I'm not sure if it's there now. Um, but the, the point of them, the point of it was that, the, uh, that there was an Alariel book. So it looked like there was meant to be more Broken Realms books, potentially. Uh, so Alario not... was supposed to get her own Broken Realms book, which would then tie in with her War Scroll update. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying, and with also that unit. Uh, but the, I think the reason that we've we've not seen it potentially um, is because oh, there we go. I've got the image on the screen for everyone. So if mm-hmm. I just uh, give me a sec for there we go. So you guys can see it on the screen now. So as you can see, there's these four, these five uh, uh, like images. Right. Feels... Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the Ever Queen um, uh, and also the other one was uh, was slammed together. Maybe because of a COVID update, maybe because of a timing issue, not really sure. A uh, bit of a shame that she didn't get her own book and her own story, but maybe maybe Kragnos will just be a bigger book eventually. It probably happened on the Evergreen, didn't it? Yeah, that's what they yeah. did. They had. While they were stuck, they were like, hey, lads, can you just take 2,000 books, cut half off, stick them to the other half with some, <laughs> just, with some yeah, mashed just up take the seaweed. covers off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Just they needed to use them to dream, dig. Yeah. They were like they used them as like shovels to help dig the the sand. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I agreed, agreed. So yeah, I would, uh, yeah, ever ever queen stuck on the ever given. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, maybe there wasn't meant to be. Maybe it's just because it's a named character. Maybe it's <laughs> just one of uh, the things. We're not really sure. Um, but anyway, but I think that was these like are. These are just short stories, though, right? So, I maybe it was never. It'd be odd if it wasn't intended to be a book, given that the other four there were all books. But maybe it's because she's getting a big update that they've done a, a short story about her. I don't know. Well, I mean, either way, I think it's an exciting mm. team if you're a Silvernet player, and there are a lot of yeah. Silvernet players out there. So, I'm personally, as a Silvernet player, I'm excited. Watch you all come out of the woodwork, all you Silverdeath players who for like however many years you've been like grumble, grumble, Silverdeath, grumble, grumble. They've never touched the table because your army's hot garbage. You're a bunch of firewood. And now you're like, oh, no, I never stopped loving them. Bring out the bandwagon so the Silverdeath players can jump on it, I say. Yeah. Well, they're elves, so you'll be one of them. (laughs) Yes. Well, the point is... Uh, the point is, I think, with the Silverneth update, is I was excited for a small moment, Dan, as a long-time Silverneth player, as much as you might criticise me. I've been playing it for a long time. Nathan will attest to it, even before Age of Sigmar 1 came out. Thank you to Sir Grail for donating £10 to the show. Yes! It's Woo! actually fucking great, because I'm broke as fuck, so that's fucking great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh. Um, so, earlier on, I wasn't, I wasn't getting too keen about it, but now I am keen, so thank you. Um, the point is, Dan, Nathan, James, is I was excited about the Silverneth book, and then I remembered that to go to a tournament, I would have to take my fucking Wildwoods with me, and then I 
completely gave up giving a fuck is what I said. Yeah. And also, I don't even have any of the new Wildwoods and I'm not buying them because I bought seven or eight of the last set. So I'm not buying the new ones. So do you know what? Don't care is where I'm at now. you're right. That's why I don't care. I hope that the new update is like Wildwoods are... I want them to just be more of an option than a than a need. Do you know mm. what I mean? Or yeah, just I... one. Just need one. One. Yeah. One's fine. One's fine. Well, yeah, like like all the other armies that have a terrain piece. It gives them something. It's just one. It's in your spot. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Nathan, how do you also, feel about that? Sir Grail, good to see you, mate. About oh, nice. the, the stick things. <clears throat> yeah. 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 It'd be good to see them again. I've not seen any stick things for ages. You haven't. My stick no. things will be ready to fight your grot things at any opportunity, but the new book's rubbish. So, uh, and Matt oh, Mallow, well. I think I saw him in the chat. He's trying his hardest. So, um, anyway, fine. Whatever the situation. Yeah. 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 James, yeah, you don't seem bothered. Yeah. What are you painting, James? I am painting Stormcast. They're, you know they're all going to be invalid when the new stuff comes out. Yeah, that's fine. I'm using them the weekend. So. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Pressure. Pressure there. Okay. <laughs> I guess the other thing, other thing you should bring up while we're talking about the 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 bell box thing that came yeah. out. We've not had any destruction ones, and it was supposed to be destruction. That's correct, yeah. Nate. Where's that's my correct. bell box? Huh? Where, where is your bell box? What mm, yeah. battle box would you want? Don't care. Just a, a destruction yeah. one. <laughs> I like, yeah, you've got I a like... battle box. You've got Beast of Chaos. They're basically destruction now. Yeah, they are basically destruction now. I really I really like that destruction players have been beaten for so long that they're just like, Where's, I just want a battle box. They don't even want one for their specific <laughs> army. They just want a yeah. box for their What, what army do you want? Don't care. Give me one model from just each one. one. Just one. Just one ogre, one. one grot, one orc, one savage orc, one boar without the rider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're literally like the least... Just all leftovers, please. What have you got? They're the least favourite child <laughs> who's just like, uh, Mum and Dad, do we have just any even scraps? I'll just have some scraps, maybe a crumb. And then the <laughs> mum and dad get they're like, nah, no. And it's like, ah, oh, nearly, here's I nearly the, Here's the leg of a squig. Yeah. <laughs> the body of a mournfag. And probably Kragnos's spare head, because there yeah. will be loads. Uh, can I uh, just thank Crazy Horse for donating £16.69 to the show? Very much appreciate it. And Stu Redacted. Oh, da, 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 da. This is so exciting because I'm going to sell so many RVs tomorrow. Get ready. If you guys want some bargain basement sales tomorrow, check my Twitter. Uh, so thanks very much for everyone donating five pounds to the show. It's so nice. Thanks to Redacted. Uh, right. So uh, let's move on to, and you guys are all wonderful. Thanks. Let's move on to the Kragnos War Scroll, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nathan, James, Dan, yeah. you excited? Kragnos War Scroll. Here we go. Kragnos, <sighs> the end the of the Empire. And we are going to be playing a new game at the end of this sag- section. I don't know if Gitly's still in the chat. Um, but Crag No or Crag Not. <laughs> yeah? Um, no. That's what we're going to be talking about. So we're going to be asking, are you going to take him or are you not going to take him? And how many points do you think he's going to be? Right, so I'm going to read through the stuff and I need you three to react and talk to me about that stuff. I'm not talking about it all on my own. Here we go. 18 wounds. Is that what you said? (laughs) 
Craig, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got 18 wounds with a two-up armor save. However, why? Why? All right, Dan, what's your <laughs> Look initial at him. reaction? Look at him. Is he wearing that much armor? Is he actually like he's 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 flesh? He's flesh. Doors How is he Doors of Cain, naked. Fire slayers are more naked. But uh, you, Nagash, <laughs> look at Nagash. He's wearing like my Morricane, like the armor. Of, you look at all of these other gods covered in. He's also in a skeleton, though. Like so, anything that goes through doesn't hit flesh, does it? Just. But, just hurts his bones. Them you bones. Know what? He has scars. Looking at the model, he literally has visible scars, which you means mugged, he is... you get mugged off in the chat, Dan. He's got a shield. He's yeah, and there are there, no. You stop, chat. You stop. <laughs> he might have a shield, but there are rules for his shield, meaning that his rules already his shield is already doing something. Just anyway, whatever. Yep, go on. Freaking, oh, he's a god. He's got a two up save. It's sucker. That one, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> listen, you you man crush away. I just need to. I'm just thanking uh, the gorgeous Rob Kelly for donating ten pounds to the show, and also Destruction Players. What the fuck does that say? Someone donated some money to the show, and I can't read what it says. Does anyone? Destruction well, player chuckles. Just hit forty pounds to the show. That's really nice, and you shouldn't have done that. That's too much money. Ten pounds, I can accept, but I don't want to talk to anyone anymore. I'm going to hide the screen for a bit. That's very lovely of you. Thank you. So, uh, keep reacting to two plus armor save, please. While I just, I, I, yeah, I don't care how big his shield is. Also, sorry, I'm uh, for those who are slagging me off in the chat about the shield. Look at the size of the shield compared to his body. He has four legs. How is he shielding all four legs simultaneously? Do you know Fire why off. maybe he's got a two of armor save? Why? Because if you've got if you got two legs, right, and someone hits one, then you have to hop. If you got four, you can do that thing like you know, like you see the dog; it's got three legs and it's still living life. Maybe that's how it works. So the two up is to reflect that if you chop a leg off, he's still going. I I hate this model. Anyway, what? the shield. The shield. What? Is, I mean, as a destruction model, he uses the shield to hit things. Anyway, not not to shield himself. So yeah, body shaming but... gods is is unkind. Do you remember when that guy got cancelled for talking about Ganesh? Thought about that. <laughs> I didn't What's know that. Which is the which is the one? Which is the one? I don't remember it because I never heard it. Which is the You're one making it the, up. Which is the fellow with the? Is Ganesh all the arms? Or which one is Ganesh? Is the elephant? With the big tubby body. He's an elephant. I, I, I don't know. I know my Age of Sigmar gods a lot better than I know my real world gods. Yeah, that's true. Uh, thank you to Craig Nostalgia for donating ten pound, one pound to the show. That's a hilarious, obviously, Craig Nostalgia. I can't say it, but that's great. Uh, right, okay. 18 wounds with a top save. Good armor save. Dan, I can't believe you hate the model. I just like to tell the artist. No, I, 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 like the I think this I like is a great war scroll. Just going to put that out there. Great war scroll. Great war scroll. Cool. And why do I think that? Because I think the sorts of people that are excited about the model and that would run it probably won't read most of the war scroll and aren't like all of the knives and forks in a drawer, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Basically, Scraggy has got a new pony and it's called Craggy. So Scraggy <laughs> and Craggy go to war. New book. The, the by book. Nathan Prescott. Nathan Prescott. Someone, if anyone's listening, please draw me the front cover done. of that. Yeah. Do, sorry, they say that again. So it's got a few pictures. Job done. Scraggy and his pony. Craggy. 
Scraggy and Craggy. If anyone would like to draw me the artwork for Scraggy and Craggy, I would uh, love to see the. It sounds like a book. buddy comedy, like a buddy cop comedy movie. You know, like one of them, it's like he's old rage and looking for revenge, and then the other one is like he wants to get to the truth. His family were murdered, and they took the nets. Now he's got a best friend, and they're gonna go find the nets. <laughs> In this month's adventure, Scraggy and Craggy find the net. And, and, and like that's the title. And then like throughout the film, it continually just says, mm. "We need to find the net." And like that's it. Because that mm-hmm. just I can't wait for Craggy to like slowly to uh, uh, Craggy slowly talk to Scraggy and be like, like big bumbly voice, like, "Hey, Scraggy, stop doing the mushrooms. They're hurting your brain." <laughs> Scraggy to be like, are we casting on Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, that's true. Warhammer Plus, if you are listening, please give us our royalties for that. So he's got an 18, 18 wounds with a top slave. Let's talk about this. He. So we we're not talking about his. We need to talk about his DPR save. Uh, well, the, there's none. Um, so he doesn't have a ward. You might notice that, or a feel no pain. He doesn't have a damage prevention roll or an after damage save. None of those things exist so mortal wounds will punch through that armor save pretty quickly anyway and of course including rend because um probably one of the things we should talk about at the end is that you can't do any allegiance abilities on him at all basically there's Mm. almost no ways to buff him in any way shape or form uh, apart from if you stick him in mixed destruction and you do a little bit of cheeky this and that um Mm. thanks to guys for donating five pounds to the show and i hope he's safe and well uh, where he is that's really nice so yeah so he he He's 18 wounds with the two upside, which is really, really great unless he fights any of the uh, things that have got a mortal wound output, in which case... Mm. But that isn't everyone, right? That isn't everyone. Mm. Like, I would actually say this two-up armor save meta that we're going into is quite interesting because Ren 2's fairly rare. Fairly mm. rare. Oh, yeah. No. Thanks, Nick J. Fowler, for donating £25 to the show. It's very much appreciated. A lot. That's very lovely of you. Thank you, Nick J. Fowler. That's really nice. Could you guys talk about some other sketches? I love how bashful you get. It's really yeah. cute. It's adorable. It's really nice. And Should we just talk about Rob instead? That's yeah. really helpful. No, just talk about Scrag- Scraggy because just talk about Scraggy. Why do, I, what, what, why do you have a piece of paper that says hate Dan? Because you said you didn't like the model. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. I didn't I didn't mean I didn't like the model. I mean, Dan doesn't I didn't like, like the model. He doesn't oh, like the model. It's a fucking great I model. Never said that. I never said that. Stop gaslighting me. I, I I said I hated that it has a two-up save. I think the model is amazing. I, think, I hate the two-up save. Oh, Rob, climb under the desk, mate, because some Norwegian dude just put you in a coffin. <laughs> you did. Should we carry on? Right, where were we? I'll carry, carry on, on reading, because Rob Rob's gone. If you want to see Rob more, he's got you... nothing that would give him a ward save, so it's fine. Uh, well, I'm going to talk about this, though, because I saw it earlier, so uh, I'm going to read some. Oh, Rob's gonna hell, that there. Norwegian dude just... really got carried away. That's... That's... Yeah. 50 quid. Cheers, mate. Yeah. yeah. No, cheers, <laughs> mate. That's what I'm saying. He's like somewhere there. I'm just sitting like, on the oh, floor yeah. crying. So you carry on. Okay, well, so I'm going to carry on. And yeah, the show to North Stream. Come back on. Um, carry, on with the, carry on with the show. This is, the YouTube guys will hate this. <laughs> Cragnall's the end of Ember as his named character. He's a single model. He's armed with the Dread Mace. Just breaker and a hooves of rack and ruin. I like the fact he named his hooves. We should we should point that out. <laughs> yeah, because uh, no one only else named did two that. of them. 
Yeah, it's just the two. Other one. Rack and ruin, just the front ones. The back ones aren't important. Can we also talk about how um, he's got, like, Tusk Breaker, the hooves of Rack and Ruin. Like, he's got really well-named, powerful other stuff. And then, clearly, they were like, what do you want to call your mace? And he was like, Dread. <laughs> they're like, what? Maybe he's, he's like, a big Dread fan. The Dread Mace. It's a, dre- it's a dreadful <laughs> mace. And they're like, you don't want to go with, like, Sun Smasher or Mountain Eater or, or, like, we've got Gatebreaker, just Gargants. Gatebreaking is in their name. He's like, nah, it's Dread. It's like, you know, there's a lot of dreadful things in the Mortal Realms. Like, nah, Dread. Uh, dread Mace. Good. Nailed it. Cool. Good, good um, spoiler, but it's worth pointing out, because I read it earlier. Don't know where, but did. Uh, and so the Bellow of Rage, which is the first ability we're going to get to, uh, says, when wounded, Kragnos bellows at the top of his lungs, the sound waves bursting the eardrums of those nearby and rocking buildings at their foundations. <laughs> All I could see is the chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're yeah, all bastards! Thanks to Lord Whale, the Lord Whale, and Chris Danish for MJ donating, Pegasus. Yeah, for donating some uh, subscriptions and loads of cash. You're you all gents. You know what I I dig as well is that knowing what, knowing the Twitch chat as well, it's fifty percent of people that just like big love for for obviously like all of the the War Dolly content that that uh, the Honest War Gamer puts together, but also a large number of them just want to make Rob blush, and yeah. I really like that it's it's kind of the two different sides of that. It's like love it, support, blah blah blah, but also let's make this man dance. I'm and getting blush. water. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Carry on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, thanks to Ziggy as well. And uh, <laughs> Real Poly Geek. Real Poly Geek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Trendy Love. Gifted. Trendy oh, I mean, we can't do a show while this happens. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. We're on, a t- we're on a hype train. Look at that. Uh, Trendy Love got in there. Yeah, Dave Fresh has resubscribed. So, yeah. Good shout, yeah. everyone. Thank you very much to those uh, that donate. And those just for being here. Look at all the people watching. And we're just doing nothing. I'm going to carry on. Look at all right. this. Somebody talk about this ability. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the dance thing, Rob? They're throwing lots of money at you. Dance. <laughs> you just dance for the show. Right. Bellow of Rage. Bellow of Rage. Right. At the end of any phase, if any wounds were allocated to this model in that phase and were and not negated, and that's the bit. So I was talking about, I think, with Rob earlier. It like specifically says, and not negated. Don't know how he does that, though. Roll a dice for each other unit and each defensible terrain feature within six inches of this model. If the roll is equal or greater than the Bellow of Rage, value shown on this model's damage table. That unit suffers D3 mortal wounds and that defensible terrain feature is demolished. Um, Yeah, then it goes on to describe what defensible terrain is. Some designer's notes. Mm -hmm. So terrain features that can be garrisoned, apparently, are defensible. So you don't see any of those other than the Lumineth Shrine and the yeah. The so I think Seraphon cigarette. Cigarette. That's it. Yeah. So it's quite so, interesting, isn't it? Because there's a chance, I guess, then that we might see that as a keyword in the new Age of Sigma. Yeah, mm. something to do with terrain. Hopefully, that's coming up. Defensible. Next month or so, Age of Sigma number three. So, yeah. So, also not a bad way for armies that rely on their uh, 
you know, terrain, terrain feature or whatnot. And then he runs up, he gets hurt, and then he just he just screams at it. He's like, stop existing! And then it just goes... So, like, oh, he, could, yeah. he could counterplay, like, against Odneth and things like that. Yeah. So, is so, he... So, yeah, oh, so he's like Severus, but only targets specifically Seraphon and Numeneth. So, Severus can come over and destroy his, and then he'll run over and destroy... Maybe it just, maybe they like to just go backwards and forwards. Yeah. No one's no one's no one's really putting two and two together, are they? I don't think is the so what so James, what are you painting? Uh, some Stormcast. Dan, what are they going to release for Age of Sigmar three? Some Stormcast. Nathan, what things do they always put out with new releases at the moment? Box boxes books nice. uh, boxes. With no destruction models inside. Uh, <laughs> new paintbrushes. <laughs> Come on. I know you guys could get this. Um, they... uh, Wasco cards. Wasco cards. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Terrain. A key, a key to the city. Terrain. Nah. And Dan, cycle back. You didn't love the Liberators, but the Liberators were inside of... Spaceship. <laughs> Me the whole time. <laughs> storm keeps. Surely we're going to be seeing some storm keeps. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Cogfort? Can't we see a Cogfort? We c- uh, yeah, like, yeah, we could. Ziggy, thanks for donating five gift subscriptions to the chat. You fucking wait, you shouldn't do that. Super lovely. Also, Ziggy's got a great voice. It, I don't know if anyone's ever watched. Uh, does anyone watch Quantum Leap with Scott Bakula? And then mm-hmm. for this next bit, uh, as anyone watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia, all of it, there's an amazing uh, episode where they find Scott Bakula working in a care home, but they think he's Quantum Leap there. So he's like, like, does that make sense? So like, they think they see him and they think he's quantum leaped into that storyline, but really he's just doing some method acting. He says, but then later on it turns out he has quantum leaped in there, and Chumpam has donated gift, ten gift subscriptions, so that fucking ruined the story. Is what it did. <laughs> yeah, thank you to Chumpam, that's very lovely of you. It's the Wiz episode. What are the rules? Ooh. Anyway, thank you, everyone. You guys are great. Thanks, Chump Hammer, for donating a gift subscription in the chat as well. It's so nice. What were you guys talking about? Nathan, carry on talking. <laughs> Getting mad. Thanks, Chump Hammer. Uh, uh, oh, I think James was reading the, the War Scroll. We were just uh, finished uh, talking about the old Rage of Bellow of Rage. Yeah, so and there shouts, is, shouts, there is shouts, a, a thing in there, isn't there, where it basically says he can negate wounds. But obviously we, as of yet, don't know any way he can negate wounds. But it's weird that they would put that on his war scroll if he has no ability to. Mm. Uh, oh, yes. and not negated. So if he stood next to Mystical, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or... I guess. I guess yeah, because you. But you don't allocate the wound, do you? Because it hasn't happened. I... Oh. Who knows? Maybe it's just bad writing. It wouldn't be the first time. No offense, GW. Yeah. Well, no, I think even armor saves count as negated, right? You negate, okay. some, you negate a wound with an armor save. Um, the other good suggestion that I heard, uh, thank you very much to Smitty Pence for donating 100 bits to the show. Eyeglasses for donating 1,000 bits to the show. That's incredibly kind. That's fucking all of you too kind. Guys, already thanks very much. Lord Wealth gift subscription. Everyone can stop now. It's very lovely of you. You've all been really, really nice. Thanks so much. Appreciate <laughs> it. The, uh, the point is, is maybe we'll see a Kragnos. This is the best thing I saw said today. A Kragnos. Get ready for it. Subfaction like Bellacore. Oh, that'd Bellacore. be cool. Yeah, yeah. Where and there, Nathan, is your box of destruction where you've got like a Mornfang, 
So you're allowed to take one model out of each destruction range. So one Mornfang, <coughs> one Lead Belcher, one Scrap Launcher. Um, a sneaky snuffler. One scrap launcher. <laughs> <laughs> one, one sneaky snuffler. Uh, one netter. Like, and that's the box, and they're all in Scra- Scraggy's sub faction. How do you feel about yeah. that? Great, but they didn't. They've said what the battle boxes were. They didn't say there was going to be the, the pony future, box. future. Oh, but, future pony box coming. Yeah, a future. So, so uh, like, like the Legion of the First Prince, but the Legion of the Furry Pony. <laughs> I, furry, I, Legend of the I really dig how they've called him later down here the Galloping God. And I, I just think that that's such a wonderful, like, onomatopoeia for this raging yeah. Doom God, but then words. he's galloping around. Yeah, I agree. Please continue reading the rules. Thanks to Gorkamore for donating 50 pounds to the show. Okay, so we'll, <laughs> we'll just change rule now. So I can't be bothered to read that one. So the Dracoia, D- Destroyer of the Draconith Empire. Kragnos hunted down the dragon kind across all the ancient realms and carries an abiding hatred of their kin to this day. Uh, and I honestly, I read this earlier and I was like, this one's kind of rubbish. Like, narratively, cool, but not great. You can re-roll charge rolls and hit rolls for this model while it is within 12 inch of any enemy star drakes, drakes, dracoths, or draco lines. I just... As if Star Drakes needed to get any worse. Yeah. Well, like, I saw I, it earlier, I, and I was like, he charges the Star Drake. If he hasn't killed it, he might as well go home. Yeah. Like he he didn't need that, but uh, but I I dig that. It's like Star Drakes. It's like massive, big, huge, amazing models. And then, <laughs> you broke Rob. You broke Rob. <laughs> the chat ruined him. <laughs> um, but I don't think like so. I don't think Drakes, Drakes, and Drakoffs. Is that a word? Are those what we normally They're say? There's going to be keywords have... in the next battle term. Obviously, we should probably talk about it. I've got some. I've been spent like two hours thinking about this. I've got so many really nice things to say, but um, like that, that none of them are in a single sentence at this stage. Thanks to Doctor. Uh, so... Thanks to Doctor Roshi for donating ten pounds to the show. Obviously, that's incredible. What an incredibly kind act to do that. And then Swaggy Shadow Sword for donating sixty pounds to the show. Incredibly kind and overwhelming. Thanks to Percussive Scruff for donating twenty pounds to the show incredibly <laughs> overwhelming and kind and far too nice uh to all of you so uh yeah you're just unbelievably lovely people um uh so yeah maybe we should just end the show now so to make everyone stop doing this and never do the review that's what they paid for to never do the review uh, but the youtube things will be probably come around your house so we should mm. probably finish thanks mj pigs they probably put their checks in the mail so you'll <laughs> get those. checks in the mail <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ nathan <laughs> Of course, his head's on its way. <laughs> I'd personally like to shout out all the people who are specifically donating, like, something to do with, like, 0.69 or, like, 690 or something to the show because you you guys obviously are threading the needle there. Uh, yeah. It's it's not – it's like, the amount obviously is important, but sometimes it's not just the amount. It's the tactics behind it. Uh, like, guys, ID, I think it was £3.69. Just very cunning. Just amazingly cunning. Just, 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 just tactical, isn't it, at this point? Mm. Um, uh, is this so you guys are paying for us to be able to finally afford um, uh, Warhammer Plus? Is that the real reason that this is happening? Um, Probably, but we haven't got to that, and that we so we're gonna have to do this because I want to see Nathan's face when we talk about it. Yeah, where do can we start again? Because I, I have not been like in the room, I have I not been in the room at all for like 20 minutes. You start now. again, go for it. Okay, well, it's not going anywhere anyway. 
Yeah, I know. So 18 wounds with a two-up save, right? But he's got no DPR, So, but he's got the shield inviolate. Tuskbreaker makes Kragnos impervious to even the most potent magical hexes and bolts. That's his shield. It doesn't do anything for his armor save, it says. Um, but this is yeah, the... But each it, makes him, it makes him invulnerable because, look, it's got a weapon profile. So he uses it to hit wizards. They can't cast magic if they've got a shield hole in their head. That's how you stop. That's how you get invulnerable to magic. You hit the wizard with the shield and really stop the spell. Yeah. You, know, you know what I find ridiculous a little bit there? Just to, just by a bee's dick, is that the designer's note says, like, so the, the shield stops the spell, right? So if he's affected by a spell or an endless spell ability, you roll 3d6. If it's greater, you, then the casting roll for the spell or endless spell, you ignore the effects on the model. Great. But it specifically says in the designer's notes, uh, use the casting value on the spell or endless spell's war scroll, not the roll for the spell or endless spell. So yep. you've then got Nagash or, or who's like, I cast and because of all of these buffs, I've got like plus nine or whatever. And he's like, I cast it on a 27, eat a sack of dicks. And he's like, yes, but it only needs a five to cast. So shebangabang, it's off, go home. <laughs> I think, like, but it's an interesting right. one, isn't it? Because it's almost... And I know there's lots of ways to do mortal wounds in the game now, but, like, one of the big things we obviously see is, like, Croak who just chips out a bunch of, like, global mortal wounds that are really hard to stop. And I think, like, it gives Kragnos the ability to get a bit closer. Mm. Like, I think that's why it's there, right? They didn't want to give him, a like, a straight-up DPR, but they've given him, like, the ability to cross the board without taking damage from mm. spells. Um. At least. I just found out that we have 300 people watching, which is amazing. Thank you, everyone, so much. Uh, we started reviewing the Craigslist War Scroll uh, 25 minutes ago. Still not even uh, 25 minutes really well. through. It's going really it's well. Really well. Uh, I didn't realize they had, he had that 3D6 ability. You yeah, didn't know cool, he had, what? <laughs> it was on a community article. We talked about it two weeks ago. Shut up. Nathan was in the room, but not in the room. <laughs> I was like, right. I, was, I was still at the weapon profile. I was like, yeah. But uh, damage. But, a fucking you know, great weapon. We haven't even you know talked about that. Oh, oh, Reaper, thanks for donating ten pounds to the show. Dan, I just want to let you know that if I walked mm. into a Warhammer store and you tapped literally, and I mean literally, any fucking box, and you said "Shabangabang," this is for you. I'd buy it <laughs> immediately. <laughs> like as soon as I heard that, then I was like, "What did you just say?" Because I'm in "Shabangabang." Yeah. Like, let's, let me talk about the weapon profile, the Dread Mace, three-inch range, "Shabangabang." Say it with me, chat unbelievable six attacks <laughs> shebangabang yeah hits on a three shebangabang wounds on a two big shebangabang rend three shebangabong yeah damage <laughs> four shebangabang yeah unbelievable output uh, yeah uh, yeah nathan you a pro this yeah he's a good pony <laughs> it's his fucking mace it's not the Go on. Yeah, it's still a good pony, though. It's okay. Great it's pony. Great pony. Um, yeah, it's really. Oh, for fuck's sake, I don't know what's even happening. I think you broke the thing. Uh, it doesn't bracket. That's the key point in the chat um, uh, that everyone is saying. Maces here, don't of bracket. Maces don't bracket. I guess one Dragons of the big do. dragons do. Yes. Also, so do gargants. Mega gargants. I guess the real question is: is what is it that makes the pony stronger? than the Mega Gargant, I guess. Thank you to Yes Balls 
for donating £25. His statement is, shabangabang, this is for you. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> shabangabang. I'm going to say that it's spelt, it's it's not shebangabang, it's sha. So I'm going to, it's let's go, S-H-A, bang, ah, bang. So it's sha, bangabang, not yeah. She bang a bang. It's no, like a... she bang a bang. I met her on the weekend. Not <laughs> Nathan. This is yeah. gonna be someone to be like. I've listened to that honest war gaming show. Like, have you? What did you learn? Nothing. I learned nothing. Uh, but she bang a bang. Nothing about the game. <laughs> Lots about other things. <laughs> I love. Definitely I love learn your... how to make you cry. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah um. Thank you to uh, yeah, and you're all brilliant people. Swaggy Shadow Sword, what a fucking mentalist. Um, Dr. Roshi, thanks. All right, so incredible output, right? Tuskbreaker, three attacks, threes, twos, rend two, two damage. Uh, sorry, D3 damage. And of course, um, with an old school uh, thing, me and Nathan used to do this podcast called Bravery One. Don't listen to it. It's uh, not for not for human <laughs> consumption uh don't try and track it down ever um uh we would do this game which games workshop seems to have uh implemented now they've listened to it well they <laughs> remember they did used to listen to it ben johnson's like i've got your t-shirt on our wall in the office and i was like that's awkward because uh, we used to have a section where i pretend i was in a relationship with jervis johnson and after we'd made love he would tell me rumors that was our mm. rumors and news section pillow talk with pillow jervis. talk with jervis yeah, yeah pillow talk with jervis. that was great we should bring that back. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Nathan, what's the max output that we've got from? I Kragnos? think we should take turns, though. Really. Okay, you want to? Yeah. Well, okay. hello, talk. Yeah, instead of you hogging them all to yourself, let, us, <laughs> let all the co-hosts have a go with the pillow talk. All right. Well, that's what we'll call the new section next time. But my point cool. is, what's the max damage that you can get out of Kragnos? Because twenty-four damage just from the Dread Mace, Tuskbreaker. Yeah. Um, he's got a maximum damage of nine, and then yeah. if he's unbracketed, so that means if like on his top bracket, All six attacks, threes yeah. and twos, yeah, a maximum of twelve damage. So we're looking at thirty, forty-five damage coming out of Kragnos every time. Not counting when he shouts at people beforehand. Oh, but Brilliant. does he have to be wounded to be shouting? At yeah, people? has to be wounded to shout. Uh, oh, he has to be. He has to be the better damage pony. Yeah, not going to happen. Is mm -hmm. Yeah, and we, he only ever does max output. Uh, thank you to the Lord Whale for donating £3.69 and saying shabangabang. Uh, and also the new war cry of the Monday Night Show. Thanks to... Shabangabang. I'm really liking the people who are use, doing a Ricky Martin comparison. It's like, shabang, shabang. Oh, baby. <laughs> um, Maybe we should release that for Christmas. What? Mm. Us three, yeah, like Four. an honest wargamer album. Don't know why I could count. Yeah, I could that, uh, yeah that'd be a real winner, <laughs> real winner right there. Uh, <laughs> Chuckabutty, don't oh, wait, link, don't link the Bravery One podcast. Don't link it. Don't link it in the chat. Delete. Ban Chuckabutty from the chat. <laughs> don't listen to that. There's 300 people. We'll get cancelled. Uh, right. Okay. So, um, 18 attack, uh, 18 wounds. Where are we up to with this fucking? We never, we never uh, counted in the 36 mortal wounds he does when he charges as well. Uh, of, course. True, of course. I'd like to talk so about this 45 now. 45 plus 36 is whatever. Only that if it's is. a monster, though. 80 odd. Yeah. Oh, he's going to charge a monster and pile into the... 
a load of other stuff and do all the rest. So yeah. no, this isn't a tactics show, Nathan. This is a war scroll show. No, it's yeah, a tactics show. We're, we're doing all the numbers. True <laughs> numbers. This isn't bed with Jervis. This is just the show. Right, listen, rampaging destruction is the rule. This galloping god pounds through the press of his foes, his hooves flattening armoured warriors left and right, not just the left, the whole way. After this model makes a charge move, uh, you can either roll a dice for each enemy unit that is within one inch of this model, and you can pick one enemy monster within one inch, or you can pick one enemy monster, sorry, and you roll a dice on two pluses of a d6 mortal wound. Quite nice. His base isn't huge, though. He's on a Teclis-sized base. He's not on a... a more crusher base so he hasn't got as big a base um which i think is interesting and i think that that and and that d6 mortal wounds is actually really really important i really appreciate all of the moderators banning each other out of the chat really appreciate that um right it's <laughs> gonna be unmoderated chat because they're all Right, but so they're going to do D six mortal wounds, Whatever and and I've seen that work really well with the gargant. So you you kind of like sideline into a couple of units, and you're just doing D six mortal wounds all over. That's quite strong. I guess the main thing is that if he strikes a monster, you roll two D six. Now, if you roll a seven, nothing happens. However, you then roll if you don't roll a seven, you take the highest dice. And then you time well. You take the lowest dice. You times it by the highest dice, and then you do that many mortal wounds. Now, thanks to Maxi Taxi in the chat, uh, no, on chat on Twitter, and some other people um, for doing some maths for me. So one of the things I talked about was that on a seven you do nothing, right? That's really important. However, that happens eighteen percent of the time. So the guys in the chat did some really nice, really nice um, work for me, and then. Uh, so only 18% nothing happens. However, 36% of the time, here's some nice maths, you will kill a 14-wound monster 36% of the, 38% of the time, which mm. I think is quite, like, that's quite interesting. Because obviously when Games Workshop, like, Games Workshop really, like, ruined it, I think, because they were like, 36 mortal wounds, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. But actually, if you pitch it like that, 36% of the time you're going to one-shot like I know, Gersey's pointing out the average damage is like te- like nearly eleven mortal wounds, so like ten point six. Um, then give me it- them statistics. Just hey, give me big the- numbers. Sorry, everyone. Uh, if you are listening to the podcast, every time you hear that rattle, like someone's like smashing a stick into a microphone, if you'd like to send all of your messages to James Powell, at, <laughs> yeah, wherever. How the are fuck you he hearing lives. that? Be- uh, well, because you've got a microphone, and. <laughs> Sound I mean, travels through the air. Hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> there we right. go. Uh, <laughs> right, do it's it really quite around now. me. <laughs> do it Especially in front of my mouth. <laughs> my point is that uh, yeah, this is our physics show. Maths, physics, movies. What more could shabangabang from this show? Uh, is what you're getting. And, and- and time, because remember uh, an hour and 11 minutes ago, Rob, when you said this would be a quick show. <laughs> Very tired. Very tired. Uh, right, my point okay. is, yeah, Craig Panther is... <laughs> no, that's is... why they're all donating, right? Because all Rob wants to do is go home and sleep. This is his fourth show of the day. And as long as the chat keeps running him ragged, he's just going to be like a corpse strung up like a scarecrow, like, war dollies. Uh Let's keep yeah. him going. Let's see no, how far no, we can push him. Listen, a telethon. <laughs> right, you should bang a lag. Right. But point is, 
is that I think this might be one of my favorite rules I've seen written for a long time, is what I'm going to say. I think whole war scroll wise, pretty nice. Not having a DPR save, like when we get to the points conversation, I think interesting. But this is a great rule because sometimes it does fucking nothing. And that's amazing. Like, it's not like I'm definitely going to do six mortal wounds. I'm definitely going to do this thing. It's just like the wildness on like the destruction. Because this is so such a destruction rule. This is like a destruction guy. I like, end up a monster and being like, oh my fucking God, I'm going to eat the crap out of you. <laughs> going to yeah, run then... you over. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes, well, 18% of the time, you're going to do nothing. And their face is going to look... Like the most perfect picture. Like the reason you play war games is to watch that other human being's face in abject horror. But then the other 38% of the time, it flip reverses, not to quote Blazing Squad. And then you get the, <laughs> you get the same, right? You get the same. And their face is like horrified as they, you do, you just one shot a model. And I'm, anyway, like uh, incredible, incredible rule. I love it. Can Nathan, what do you think of this rule? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It, it looks fun. And so, yeah, that's what it's all about. So that's what we're there for. Uh, run things over. Nathan, finish your point. Please finish your point and I'll read it out. Please it's it. a, a, a fun rule. You get to run over a monster or maybe some little guys. So, yeah, I'm in. I I'm like in it. it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's a yeah. fun pony. Let's do it. He is a very fun pony. Thank you to uh, please unban me the, from the chat for donating three thirty-six pounds and sixty-nine. <laughs> what a great name! What a great name! It's very much appreciated. If our mods could unban whoever they banned, uh, that would be nice. Thank you. But I think they've all banned each other, so no one could unban you. So I think, I yeah, I think that none of the mods still exist. Uh, um, anyway. But you know, you know how we know that this is a trash war scroll, though. Like just to to put it out there, I I can tell very quickly that this is not this is a bad model, not a good war scroll. It's clearly the the bin guy. Um, no, in addition, not a single in addition. Look at all of those bonus rules. Not one in addition, and we all know that that's how you you tell if a model's good. Yeah, well, you, well, I mean, I think this is really nice because actually, if we t like, so we think the Star Drake, Drakes, and Dracoths thing means that there's going to be because we've heard about Dragonkin, we've heard the new Stormcast mm. are all Dragonkin related, so there's loads of dragons and dragon, dragonkind, and I don't really know how many more times I can say the word dragon. So, I think you get what I'm saying. Dragons, Stormcast dragons. Dracoths and the like. Dracoline sort of types. No Wivens. They're out. Not Can't D's only. Uh? Can't copyright Wiven. Mm. Can you copyright Dra Dragon? No, but you can no. copyright Dracoth. Dracoth. Okay. But there's Drakes there as well. Yeah, you can't copyright that. Uh, you can't copyright Drakes. He's a singer. <laughs> he's probably already got that copyright yeah he's actually just I think he's just Drake like there's not yeah, but, one but what's multiples of him then I guess that would be Drake's yeah I just, if point. someone does a whole army that's just 3D printed Drake's as <laughs> a Drake army yeah uh, do you know what? Eric oh, Sorbonne has made a good point why isn't he furious at Magmadroths 
Uh, no wings, can't fly. Yeah. Different, um, diff- technically different family, right? Because all of those are technically from Dracothia. And yeah, they're, yeah, Magma Dross are from the Great Salamander thing. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. We know so, our Age of Sigmar lore as a narrative. So they're, they're a type of salamander. They're not a type of dragon. Dragon, yeah. He so doesn't he like, like them. He hates yeah. the ones that used to have wings or still have wings. He's okay the one, with the ones that are basically just a large, like, skink. He's like, what is it? Ah, it's basically just a newt. It's okay. We're fine with that one. Uh, I don't want to, um, like, derail the show at any point. <laughs> But just something, just something popped into my mind. I mean, you have all mind. night, so let's carry well, on. Well, something just popped into my oh, mind, um, uh, and I don't know if anyone does. Anyone does anyone follow it? Does anyone follow? Uh, I can't remember his name. Tikiwiti, Tikiwiti, that guy who's pissed off ghosts, and also Takaiwatiti. That guy, Takaiwatiti, that fella who's very talented. I think. I don't know. Yeah, was originally in Flight of the Concords. Have you seen who he's dating at the moment? Is it Kragnar? <laughs> How does this link to the show? <laughs> well, I just think it came because of well, because we were talking about dragons and Drake, and then I was like, oh, this he's is going interesting. Going Drake? Is he dating? Yeah. He's he not dating Drake. Dragons. Google, no. In fact, no, James. I want you to Google. We'll carry on with the show. You Google who he's dating. Yeah. First off, that would be very funny. Is it a centaur? Is he dating a centaur? Is that okay. why you're excited about? I bet it's a man crusher. Yeah. Someone tell me how to spell his name. Yeah, you're never gonna get it. Just I just I I, I always type that piss off ghost fella is what I type in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Is uh um yeah, He's anyway. dating small. Yeah, that's no, what uh, exactly. <laughs> I just thought I I just thought this is an interesting tidbit because we're all impressed by his talent. He was obviously great in Thor Ragnarok, he was great in Jojo Rabbit, like he's he was great in Flight of the Concords. I just thought it would be fun to talk about it. Uh but anyway, just we'll sideline. Uh Stu redacted, it is Kind of Rita Ora, if you remember Rita Ora. Do you remember Rita Ora? It's, I prefer Duncan's version, uh, Dudade's version, which is Duncan, like two thin coats. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, he is going out with Rita Ora. And Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, who is the Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. He's going oh, out with both of them of at the same time. Wow. Just thought that was worth talking about, but apparently it's not. So we'll that would be a very. Like, I'm just thinking that would be. I'd be thoroughly like intimidated by by both of those people. See, I'd be intimidated by him. He's hilarious. What if I wasn't as funny? <laughs> you, you just but, like why you just you know like you're one's not. Parents more than the others. That well, gets I just scared, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring it up. It's, it's not. It's not important, right? So. um... <laughs> Incredibly silent. <laughs> <laughs> like, notably silent. <laughs> Got any thoughts, Nath? Good on him, mate. Uh, okay. he's, uh, he's got some thoughts, but he doesn't want to get the show shut down. Uh, he says, everywhere just near that red, like, cancel the show button. And Nathan's <laughs> just like, not going near it today. Not going near the button. Anyway, all right. So. We've talked about We've the disruption rule. It's fine. We've talked about er- everything. Let's talk about the design. Plus, he does plus one bravery as well, but that's whatever. Uh, finally, uh, the show notes, not show notes. We don't do those. The, um, the the designer's commentary, which I think is really nicely written here, is you can include Kragnos in the destruction army, even if he does not have the army's keyword on his war scroll. Yeah. 
If you do so, he cannot use or benefit from any of the army's allegiance abilities. I mean, it's Rita Ora and the... Like, it's just a lot! It's the point! Why is no one else bothered by this? Like, I get that he's talented. It just seems a lot. It's really where I was Does going Does anyone with it. think Robbie's overtired? I just think it's really impressive, and I just think well, well done him. Well, can see what's been keeping him up all night. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> it's clearly vexing him. Maybe you should just, write to him and ask. Yeah. Just let it go, man. I might see if he comes on the show. Right. Yeah, you've got bunk beds. <laughs> Tell him you've got bunk beds. <laughs> it's room for everyone. <laughs> right, so if you do so, he cannot benefit from, and this is really important, any of that army's allegiance abilities and what's really key about that or rules as written. So you might be able to look at uh, Nick from South London was making a good point that you can make, if you put him into a destruction army like Iron Jaws, you could use the Fixin B to heal him D3 because he has no healing war scrolls. So you can heal him D3, but unfortunately the Fixin B is an allegiance ability because you gain access to it by having an allegiance. So it isn't implied mm. there, unfortunately. So really, the only thing you could try and find to buff him is some sort of war scroll ability or item or something that might benefit a friendly unit or whatever that situation might be. And they're, they're pretty much few and far between. So really, as a War Scroll, to finish this hour-long uh, review of a War Scroll off, um, is... Big War he... Scroll, though. Big War Scrolls, true. <laughs> <laughs> Big Scroll energy. Uh, we didn't even talk about the fact he's moving 10 inches. I, I guess we kind of need to talk about some of the negatives very quickly. We'll just fly through these in under a minute. No DPR saves, so very susceptible to mortal wounds. Movement 10 and doesn't fly means it's very, very likely for him to just hit a screen and be blocked mm -hmm. up. He doesn't have run and charge. He doesn't have a retreat and charge. He doesn't have a teleport. He doesn't have a heal. Um, now, you, obviously, you're like, oh, Rob, he's not going to have all of those things. I get you, but then he's not able to get them from anything else. Fuck me. Uh, thanks for Crazy Horse for donating £100 to the show. That's very what? kind of you. What? I, I assume that that's because of the Tikiti Watiti uh, news. And all uh, I can say, Crazy yeah, Horse, yeah. is. Oh, no, is he finally bang. redeemed that £100 thing? Uh, choose a tattoo for Rob that he has to get that we've had in <laughs> Is that what he's doing? Might be doing that one. Is he going to get those three names? What are they again? Tikiti Quad Tiki. Uh, I thought he was just getting Dan, Nathan, James. I thought the gimmick was butt cheek, butt cheek, face cheek. Dice roll to see who gets the face. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get Honest War Gamer tattoos? I'm being serious. Do you, do you want, we should get Honest War Gamer tattoos. I really think we should. Like that's I'll get one. I don't have a single tattoo, but if you three will get one, I'll get one. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, in. my God. This goes so much. Look, why would you suggest this to the chat? Look at what they've done. They can't pick. Fuck it. Crazy horse. Thank you. That's obviously deeply kind. Also, thank you to Ziggy for donating £2.69 and then £3.69 to the show. That's hilarious. Um, it's very much appreciated. Talk about a real priority role. <laughs> <laughs> the tensest moment of our lives. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, oh god! Uh, how much have we donated? We're picking. Oh no! Another <laughs> show. Um, uh, you can pick Robs. We'll pick our own. Yeah, yeah. We I all think, get in the same. It's... We get one design, and we all get it. It'll be oh, awesome. like the Lord of the Rings thing. I like yeah, the Lord of the Rings thing. It should yeah, genuinely be. It should be tangent, though, right? Like that. That's pretty much the thing that sums up this show. 
more than anything. <laughs> just a tangent. Just a tangent. Hey, if there's we'll anyone new here, tangerine. If there's anyone new here who's never watched before, how are you finding the show today? <laughs> <laughs> like... I mean, there's 300, over 300 people in this chat. Someone's having Why? a good time. Why? It's definitely was... me. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Anyway, thanks very much for all the donations. It's super appreciated. Um, I do so vote I, for a Gandalf I, I talked through all the negatives, so I'll talk about it really quickly. Uh, I think, this is my opinion, and I'd like your three's opinion, I think that he's a great war scroll if they pitch him at like 450, 500, because you can't put any, this is points by the way, because you can't put any abilities on him, so he just does what he does, which is he moves forward 10 inches, and then he charges, and then when he gets to something, he probably beats the fuck out of it, which is great, but that's all he'll ever do. He could get locked up in combat, maybe. He doesn't kill Marathi. I saw a Facebook post where someone was like, he must be a thousand points because Marathi's in trouble. And I'm like, you don't know how that works. That's okay. Mm. That's fine. Um, like, he can get handed dusted off the board. He doesn't have the yeah. Mega Gargant rule where he doesn't, like, he can't get auto slain. In fact, a skink priest with a serpent god dagger can go over and murder him, which would be, and I'm not joking, fucking hilarious. Like, also, Gotrek will turn this guy into absolute mincemeat, and I just can't wait for the first time that happens. Like, he just climbs up his little centaur body all the way up to his head, and then it's just like, Nyah! and, like, yeah. cuts him right down the middle. Yeah, someone pointed out he could go in Archeon's sword, which isn't very godly, let's be honest. Um, so he, like, I don't, I think he's a great war scroll, but just because he's a big centerpiece model and a hundred fucking pounds, like, which is quite expensive, I would argue also, he's slow. One of the reasons Archeon's so scary is in, let's say, Host Arcanum, where you see him the most, is he gets to make a huge move. Or even if you play him in Corn, you can use Blood Tithe to double move him. So really, you've got a 24-inch moving model or an 18-inch moving model with an auto 12-inch charge in each. And that doesn't mean that he's not a great like mid-table unit, but I kind of think that points-wise, he should be like 450, 500 is where he should be, because you can't buff him at all, and he doesn't buff anyone. Mm. He's not got a command ability, none of those things. So that's kind of my take, And I, but but I also like to say, I think it's a great war scroll, just don't make him too expensive, because I think for the Destruction Bros, he's amazing. You just put him on the table, and he's just going to slam forward at stuff, like or the screen that's right in front of him. One of those two yeah. things is what he's going to hit. Um, yeah. so, don't stand near him either, with your army. Well, it does, it does D3 mortal wounds. Like, well, yeah. Well, you don't not everyone else's taken... army, Nathan, is made up of six sneaky snufflers. Uh, okay. I, okay are, we, <laughs> are, we calling, are we calling points now, what we reckon? Uh, yeah, that's my question. So Twitch chat, uh, Twitch chat uh, points. I think 500, and I think anything above 500 is criminal, is what I'm going for. And and I and I say that because I want people to Do you know what? This is the very best way, by the way. Games Workshop, obviously we they know we're busy at the weekend with the super series, so they've released this early. Really appreciate that. Um so they've released it for us to review. I actually love this because this is us allowing us to review it sans points. Normally when we see the leaks or we see stuff when the actual mm. battle tome comes out, we know what the points are. So we get to kind of attribute value to it mm. before we see it, like which I think is cool. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think? And also, uh, thank you to Overwatch for resubscribing and everyone who's subscribed and, and donated. I can, uh, I can give you mine because I feel like I've had this argument a million times today. Okay, go for it. Uh, so I think I'm gonna go with this. I think he'll be pointed wrong. Okay. Because I think, like, if you read that war scroll, yeah, he sounds really scary. 
like damage wise, he does more damage than most things physically possibly can do in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they'll have pointed him like. So I think my debate was two Celestine Primes plus a bit. So Celestine Primes three hundred. So I reckon he's probably about six fifty, maybe six fifty five because we like fives these days. We do. Um, but I think for me he should be about 550. I think 550 is his sweet spot. 500 you'd see him in every army all day long. Destruction. Right. Okay. Uh, Nathan, where you at? Oh, I think Dan was quite close. Oh, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, I, I sorry, didn't mate. even need to say it. Yeah, just yeah. Like, I think wow. Dan, Dan, Dan will be quite close. But yeah, no, I think James <laughs> is quite close as well. Uh, I think um, obviously he's a repurposed Beast of Chaos model. So he'll probably have um, a number that ties into that so I'll go with 666 Mark of the Beast uh, that's how many points he'll be that's interesting that's an interesting uh, take Yeah, no, yeah six, he's going to be about 650 you're paying he'll be more expensive than Marathi and you, yeah there see but go. that's what's wild right is because you can't kill Marathi yeah mm. but like... and and he's not got as many do you know what the best bit of that was, though? that Marathi does, but yeah, what is it'll it? be more expensive than that. The 300 people watching the show right now just had the biggest Age of Sigmar 3 league. Not only are they going in fives, they're also going in six points. <laughs> six <laughs> point increments. That's but no twos. Thing. No twos, just no. sixes. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, 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 and I agree, I think Marathi may be a little bit too cheap because Marathi's an unkillable model. Still not... I, I kind of like Marathi because I think it's a really interesting challenge, but I also don't like Marathi because it's like it, it really takes up the core mechanic. It takes the choice off the opposing player to be able to kill something, uh, which I think is, also, is wild. I think it builds a, a like, Gotrek, right? Yes, he reduces all damage to one, but he can still be killed. So you still have to play tactically with him. Whereas Marathi, you can throw her forward and know that she won't die for a certain period of time. Mm. Like, even if everything goes to hell, which means that like you can say, yeah, there's some tactic in there, but I don't think there is because you don't have to plan. You don't have to worry about her getting swamped or going into combat with something she's vastly outmatched by because you're like, ah, it doesn't matter. In she goes. Why? Can't be killed. Can't, it'll take you my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn, whatever, before anything bad happens to me. And that yeah. for me is where I'm like, eh. Um, so what do you now, think of this then? Points wise, I'm going to go with, th- I have three different options. Like a triangle, the strongest shape. I'm going with three. The first is looking at it, what I think he should be, which is 480 points. That's my call for what he should be. Just looking at this, if we get nothing else. Now, if we see a uh, Kragnos sub-faction, like the Bellacore one, and he suddenly has abilities to get other stuff, that'd possibly change. He might be worth like like 560 to 580. If if there is a sub-faction he can be put in that gives him access to buffs or healing or something like that. Um, however, I'm pretty sure the bin guy wrote this war scroll, so he probably pointed it. So I reckon 620 points is my call. Okay. Is how he's going to is how he's actually going to be pointed and it'll be way over pointed for when he's released. Okay, so so that's what you all think. What do you think he's actually worth? That's the question to the Twitch chat. Not what is he going to be pointed out because of this reason or that reason, what do you think he's actually worth? Like, right, give me a, a worth value. Because mine's 450, 450, 500. What do you say, James? 550. 
by 50. 480. 480. 480. I, I could, can I say Chris Danish 84, 300 points, empty, stupid destruction players' wallets, and then double it in the next general's handbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Nathan, where you at? Yeah, he's he's got to be, oh, I don't know, yeah, about four, yeah, about 450, something like that, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a key point for us all to talk about. And I think, actually, a really nice thing for Games Workshop to put this out there. Now, whether or not you're disappointed or elated when you find out his points, and whether or not you disagree or agree, obviously, we've all like had our opinion on it, and we think it's around like that 450 to 500-ish points, or 550 points, uh, between that bracket. I think that's interesting, because actually, when we get to see the the final stuff, we can have a, like a really good conversation about like a lot of the reasons what you know the the three co-hosts have said about why it's been scored, what it's been scored as. Um, uh, but then maybe you know, um, uh, I think because it doesn't tie in with a lot of the army, and I think it's a great fun war scroll because, and this is really important. Sometimes you're going to really rely on that mortal wound hit, and then you're going to do nothing. Um, I guess it's going to be one of those key points. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, really uh, exciting war scroll review. Um, uh, nailed it, by the way, guys. <laughs> An hour and Thanks. a half later. <laughs> Absolutely flawless <laughs> review uh, of that. Um, uh, Spice Center time. Correct. Uh, in, in one of our new sections called, uh, if you guys are new, by the way, our new sections are called "What the fuck is going on?" Um, and uh, that's what yeah, that's where we're into our new new section. Uh, and one of the things we haven't had time to talk about because we've been busy with Super Series and other stuff is uh, the announcement of the Warhammer Animations, Nathan. The Warhammer Animations. Ah, uh, yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. weekend, on Saturday. Um, mm. And on Saturday, of course, we were talking, uh, we saw that uh, not only will there be new animations, we saw a lot, and I mean a lot, arguably too many, just Dan... Um, I want to know what you think about this. If I was pitching new animations at you, how would I find, mm. How would you feel if I just showed you a floaty title? That's it. But then I did that seven or eight times uh, for different animations. Oh, I mean, everybody knows that the key to good animation is a floaty title. Um, in fact, that's that's mostly all my job is at the moment is ensuring that there are enough floaty titles just on everything. Um, <laughs> Because, uh, because you know, there, there's the old, uh, for those, this is this joke is probably going to go over so many people's heads, but I'm still going to do it anyway. Uh, there's, a, there's an old saying, uh, do it. it's an old saying um, that when it comes to film and TV, you, you tell, don't show. Uh, so I like to be told about the things that are coming up, uh, not shown uh, any evidence of them to get me excited. And I find that that's the best way to do it. So I think that it seems like that was the goal. Tell, don't show. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what do you, uh, James, think of the the whole setup? How do you think? I have to say, I pay very little attention to it because I saw that it was called Warhammer Plus, and I was like, "Oh, that's off playing." Why? Because you hate Disney? No, I love Disney Plus. Okay, then. But I so I think this is so I think this is a good example for me. Like like so, I'm probably going to jump the boat a little bit here. So I'm blaming you for leading me astray. Um, but like I brought Disney Plus because it came out at the beginning of Lockdown 1 UK. Uh, and there was some like deal if you brought it for a year. And I brought it, but do like a Disney film. But I think like actually when I brought it, let's say I can't remember. I think it was 50 quid for the year. Um, and it had every Disney film on. But that was about it. And then like a load of kids shows. 
Um, and I think there probably was nowhere near enough content to rival something like Netflix. And like, I was like, oh, Warhammer Plus, that's got to be their own streaming service unless they were clever and attached it to someone else's streaming service. Um, and I don't know how you price up a really niche product mm. with it's... probably five shows on. Well, yeah, I think I, I think that there's kind of two questions about maybe uh, us as an audience. I guess the real question is why are we even having the conversation? But I guess one of the things that's most exciting for me and maybe for my co-hosts all the time is getting new people into the hobby. And I think one of the fun things is when you have friends who maybe aren't in the hobby, but they saw the Astartes video, for instance, you're like, mm. yes. And obviously on the Monday show, we're big fans of Age of Sigmar. And as much mm. and as much and as much as I am, deeply invested I actually follow a couple of the developers on twitter for the new mobile game for age of sigmar that's coming soon mm. soul box guardian i think it's called or um uh, storm uh, wizard uh, mage tower defense league I, I can't remember its name at the moment but i'm i'm very thrilled uh, about that uh, i'm quite invested in uh, the awesomeness that is age of sigmar being put out there i was just having a conversation today with uh, matt actually he was talking about the new art direction for age of sigmar 3 and even some of the new titles uh, if we look at the dominion box which we'll kind of finish on uh, the show on talking about the dominion box um that's got a very like uh, uh roman-esque titling uh, which mm. i think is really really interesting if you if you look at it and because it looks almost horus heresy like a lot of people are saying is this a horus heresy announcement mm. Um, but it's we know it's the Age of Sigmar 3 unboxing, which is weird. So my point is is that I, I'm quite invested in, in Warhammer Plus or, in, more importantly, their cartoons or their media mm. pushing forward the hobby that I'm really excited about mm. and also being a consumer of that stuff. Like, really big fan of that. So, uh, Nathan, I'm uh, not sure you'll have much or care much, but like, I wonder what your thoughts are about there being a paid subscription service to watch some Warhammer cartoons. Uh, sounds interesting. Obviously, it depends on the price. Um, I assume most of it will be 40k, which doesn't really grab me. So, oh, I don't know. Uh, probably pass me by, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Eh? Well, so I mean, that's that's yeah. my kind of question. If it was just available on a, on YouTube, let's say, yeah, um, would it be something that you know? Because you you love the short stories, right? When they put out like a new short story, that's one of those things you generally tend to to read. I think, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do like reading some of the fiction um, or listening to some of the the, the audio books that they do. Mm. Um, they are f expensive for what they are, though. Um, the books uh, are just expensive when you compare them to other books uh so yeah yeah if the uh i don't know i like watching cartoons actually and i like watching anime and that sort of stuff so yeah i'll, I'll just have to see what it's like when it comes it does like you say though I, I understand your point uh it's such a good way to to spread the word isn't it like uh yeah 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 draw it more is. new draw new people mm -hmm. in so it would be yeah I think well, that's one of the like because we're not like necessarily invested in Games Workshop like doing well or not doing well. I think one of the things about the community and, and as a community focused show, obviously a narrative show as well, like we're most interested in growing the community, developing the community, and being a part of the community. 
And I think the bigger that audience grows, like I remember live tweeting with like my mates at the end of like Game of Thrones and being super hype. And I would be so thrilled if there was, mm. it didn't even have to be Game of Thrones level. I could just be excited if we were all like, all oh, the final episode tonight, you're going to watch it to see if mm. that Stormcast guy somehow wins. Spoiler, yes. Um, I like, think, um, <laughs> <but> this, this, <laughs> can't die. Like, sorry, I'm jumping in. But the, I think like one of the interesting things for me is you're right. Like to if you look at I don't know certain shows that like built huge hype. So The Witcher, yep, amazing. Great example was a book, was an amazing computer game, made a Netflix show, all the hype. Like people were watching The Witcher. Like my old job, everyone that worked there watched it. No one had read a book. No one had played a game. That's like sixty people or whatever. People loved it. People were like, I'm going to buy that book. And I think for me, like, how they choose to release, like, Warhammer Plus as a whole depends on who it hits. Because, yeah. like, for me, if so let's say it's 50 quid for the year, and they're like, there's going to be six huge shows. We all know that most Warhammer players will be like, oh, that's half a Kragnos, or two boxes of elves. I'm just going to pay for it, because I want to be part of that. But I don't know how I get, like, my mates that might know what Warhammer is but don't play Warhammer. Like, I've got mates that play Total Warhammer 1, 2, 3. We'll buy 3, sorry. But don't play the physical board game or tabletop. And then I've got to go to them, oh, these shows are amazing. Drop 50 quid a year to watch five shows. I'm not Mm. sure how many people you get. So... so I think one of the things is utility and um, no Dan let me ask you before I move on to that Dan let me ask you like how do you feel about the conversation about being a closed ecosystem over it being on something like Netflix like or partnering Mm. with something because I know that they're doing something with Amazon so they might be doing both they might be Mm. like working in partnership people on some big budget stuff and they might be trying to develop their own way to tell their own stories behind a paywall and Mm. I think that's kind of interesting what do you think? I, so, so super quickly, uh, just for anyone who maybe not be aware of the model that a lot of those like Netflix and, and Amazon and stuff like that work, they very <laughs> rarely go more than two seasons with something uh, because what the what their seasons or series are about doing is generating new subscribers and subscribers very rarely stay for a second season of a show. They stay because they're excited for a new show. And I'll use Stranger Things as an example, right? Huge phenomena, massive, generated so, so much interest. But have you heard much about it since in the seasons that came out? Sure, people get excited about the following seasons, but no one is signing up to Netflix anymore for Stranger Things. And it's the same with, say, uh, you look at Disney+. Plus. They drop new seasons. They drop first. It's, it's always the first season of something that generates the, oh. the fury. The and new viewers. Yeah, and yeah. then and then very rarely do you get much more than a second or a third season. And it's I don't have a problem with it. I think it's really, really good um, because it means that rather than old, tired series like churning out the same thing, you've got showrunners who design their story to be two to three seasons long. They tell their story, that's it, and it's a beautiful, well-told thing rather than, say, like Lost, which just bloats and goes on forever and has a really disappointing finish. So, uh, so that, like, put that aside, that's, that's how the business operates. I don't think Warhammer Plus will be able to operate like that because it's not, it won't have enough uh, reach and content unless they're mainly targeting uh, uh, War, War Dolly players. What I think, if they're smart, they'll do 
is that it'll be the kind of thing where the first two to three episodes of everything are available free. And then you subscribe if you want to see the rest of the season. And I actually think that that would be a really, really cunning way of doing business and a really positive way of doing it. Because then for all your mates that you're trying to get into Warhammer, they can watch it a bit and get excited and then watch more, play the game. You don't have to invest more than you want to. Uh, but if you then see that and you're like, like you were saying, Rob, holy hell, I wonder if he survives. I wonder if he makes it. And it's like, well, every Monday there's a new episode at whatever. You're like, you know what? Yes, like you've tickled me enough and I'm there. But a streaming service lives or dies on new content and new series. And that's going to be the challenge for Warhammer Plus. Not having awesome series, not having awesome stories, but generate constantly generating new series and new hype to make it worthwhile staying as a subscriber and attracting more. And that's my TED Talk on how they work. Thank you very much. Um, uh, I just want to talk about some of the things that are in the chat because I think there's some really good. Number one, uh, Netflix killing Marco Polo was a, a huge crime. I massively agree with that. If you go go check that out, beautiful. Um, uh, and I think one of the, and also uh, obviously Chris Danish couldn't be agree with you more. Uh, obviously, we've all got access to the Honest Wargamer, my Warhammer account, <laughs> or our Warhammer account. Um, if you'd like the login details, it's uh, the Honest Wargamer Gmail dot com, and the password is we love you. Uh, sixty nine, of course. Um, that's the that's the end bit. But the you know the um, uh, Scott B's got it right, and I think we saw it earlier on in the chat. I think now maybe with them removing digital uh, codexes from um, and this will touch into our Age of Sigma three conversation for forty k, and more than likely that they'll end up doing that for Age of Sigma. I think I wouldn't be surprised if the My Warhammer account is part of this infrastructure and ultimately we see everything that they produce end up behind this singular paywall. So maybe this Warhammer plot... And then at that point, I don't think I'm too stressed, but I'm not certain because you might end up with a 40k app behind there, which is not well done at all. And don't forget, like, like we'll talk about that in a minute, but there's the 40k app, there's the Age of Sigmar app, there's all of their content on Audible and they must be playing huge amounts in Audible for every sale. Um, and I imagine that that will go behind there as well. Like, I imagine that they'll lift stuff off Audible because they don't want anyone to take their portion of money. Like, I, that would make loads of sense. So yeah, the Iron Curtain. And I imagine maybe they'll take all of their live shows off Twitch as well as a platform and they'll end up because if you because they talked about the, the point is it's not just the cartoons if we actually go back um uh, to the uh the um the announcement oh sorry i'm just trying to find the exact wording so i don't get it wrong uh but exclusive content um uh behind the uh the paywall for the for warhammer plus let me just go find the exact wording because i don't want to i don't want to mess it up oh no um Oh, there we go. This is it. So let me just let me just read it for you because I think this is going to be the interesting thing. Um, uh, let me get to the bottom. Um, this brand new service is heading your way in July, and you'll be able to. So we won't. It won't be long until uh, uh, we have to find out. Um, uh, and then it's of course Warhammer Plus will offer far more than these animations. Okay, uh, the full lineup and awesome subscriber benefits will blow your socks off. We'll have more news about how it works, so get that on the 23rd of June. Uh, oh, get it, uh, get on it, the 23rd of June. Oh, wait, is that today? Why is it said? Oh, but the... Um, so, yeah, so I personally think uh, that what we'll end up with is the stuff from Audible off there, the apps off there, any way to get digital products on off there at all, uh, their content, and then also 
you know, the furthest version of this, which uh, Matt suggested to me today, uh, the furthest, ver- furthest version of this is you get early access to pre-orders on products. Mm. Um, might be the one thing. So if you have a you have a, a Warhammer Plus account, then of course you'll be able to pre-order the stuff which they already have production issues with as well. I'm not trying to bum anyone out, just trying to say that that might be end up where we like trying to set expectations for people. So if it's not, if it's just some cartoons that they're putting behind a paywall, then take it or leave it depending on the quality of that. But it might be their new business paradigm. So effectively, you just are a Warhammer customer and they can guarantee X amount of money off you a month for whatever, if that makes sense. Mm. So I kind of wonder what you guys think about that. Obviously, that's it's not meant to be doom and gloom. It's just meant to be what I think could happen. Um, what do you, uh, James, what do you think about that? Uh, so honestly, I think most of the stuff they turn out doesn't seem that well thought out. And I don't mean like, like in a particularly mean way, like as a business model or, or to them as a business, because I don't. But I think like that's quite a cleverly thought out plan. And like with that 40K app, what we saw was it didn't really work. And that was all their own products that did one thing. So I think, like, you know, that, that, what do we have? We had some rules and we had some battle tones with a code, and that was about it. And it didn't really work. So maybe I think, like, long term, that's what we might see from it. But I think having looked at, like, the recent the digital releases we've had from them, it's probably unlikely. And I hope it is because, like, I wouldn't want to see, I wouldn't want to see the hobby lot behind a paywall. And also, I know, like, for me, I, I rarely shop at an official games workshop shop. Uh, for all of lockdown, I've used uh, a local hobby shop, like a super local one, um, and done no no mail order as such, uh, because I think it's really important to have places to go and play. Um, and there's a a young ish uh like independent store owner not that far from mine he works really hard and i don't think personally there doesn't ever seem a huge amount of money in it unless you're huge so i wouldn't want to see games workshop ruin like all those local places because we know there's not going to be a games workshop shop pop up like a mcdonald's pops up it doesn't happen um so i wouldn't want to see i think for bigger for me i wouldn't want to see them like cool if they want to put tv shows on it fine if they want to put the books on it it'll probably annoy me more because i hate the fact that they're removing digitals um even just from 40k um but i wouldn't want to see them like her uh local flgs's just Mm. just for themselves and i think that would be the biggest thing for me that would be my like in everything else like the points where i'm like oh you've affected me a bit fine oh i you know like you've released two lumineth books I was playing them. That's annoying, but fine. Like that's my money and I get to choose whether I spend it or not. I think like the point where I'd be actually angry or upset as a hobbyist is if they affected like how we interact as a community. Uh, So hopefully not. Uh, And hopefully it just becomes like something kind of weird and wonderful that we all buy, pay, maybe all have one account and watch together. I mean, but, uh, I mean, but like, I think, I think, like, if it's that, great, because more narrative's good, more ways to talk about it's good. And actually, I have to admit, like, I've never been a huge 40k player, but generally speaking, the books are really good. So, like, I kind of be pumped to watch some cool 40k cartoons. Like, I'm in. 
I'm good, but I but I also don't want to be ripped off. So I guess that's my internet. All right, Dan, what's your what's your thoughts? Um, I okay. This is now the industry that I work in, so I, I genuinely have been thinking about it. And to to start like the banner at the top, I would like it to be spectacular, and I would like it to be worth whatever the the subscription amount they charge is, because I would nothing would make me happier than to alongside my Amazon Prime subscription, alongside my Netflix subscription, I have my Warhammer Plus subscription and I just have bulk content. Cause when I when I like Castlevania season four, no spoilers, but I've been watching that while I've been doing war dollies. It makes me so happy. It's like so exciting to do. So I would really like that to be the case. I would love for it to be spectacular. Uh, and I'm not going to hazard as to whether it's going to be that or not, but just the sheer amount of content they could create if they invest properly in it would be spectacular. Like think about if they do, they have all of the soul bound RPG and all of the Warhammer 40 K RPG. If they set up a really awesome thing for it filmed it and edited it all properly you would have an incredible series that people would watch you could you but this is the this is the the thing that i that it gets to it is that a lot of the time i the people that i believe they bring in are people who've been working for them for an extended period of time they're 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 people who work in war dollies in warhammer in whatever what they need to do to make this right is bring in external people who work in uh, like creating that stuff from outside of Warhammer. They need people who are line producers, who are showrunners, who have experience in, in making series and writing scripts and building all of that. They actually need to invest in the people that do it for the other successful services to make their service successful. That is the hurdle that I, I hope that they jump and that they were very aware of, uh, as opposed to going like, oh, well, this person's our head of, of streaming, so they're going to be doing that. They went out and they they handpicked some people who've done it. Uh, that, for me, is going to be the key difference between this being badass and kick-ass, having good showrunners, good people running the actual content of it, and it just being another tacked-on thing that's ancillary to the product they already sell, if that makes any sense. Loads. And I appreciate like you bringing your real-world experience to this, which I think is really exciting. A couple of things. Number one, are you actually running Warhammer Plus? Look, <laughs> need to... I get, don't know if they there. could afford me. Uh, but, uh, but, He's yeah, trying I'll... to get the job. If, 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 uh, this, I this don't think Steve, so. This is his job application. He's going to send it in. <laughs> I mean, clip bit, it and send it in. A little bit too cold over there for me. Uh, you get 50% discount, though. Okay, never mind. I'll take it. Well, uh, uh, the, uh, and uh, and I guess this is time for me to make a show announcement, I guess, but we are launching our own streaming service called Nathan Prescott Plus. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just Nathan Prescott working on building sites or hanging out in gardens. Um, uh, the content is just one show, Nathan Prescott. Um, uh, <laughs> Nathan Pluscott, Chuck Butty. Excellent. A much better name, Nathan Pluscott. Uh <laughs> Start Saturday, I hear. Yeah, it starts on Saturday. I don't care how much it is. Take my credit card details. <laughs> take the money every month I'm in. Uh, so I'll be very much looking forward to the start of that show. Nathan, how's the pre-production coming? <laughs> the pre-production, I. Eh? You got yeah. your cameras. You got your cameras sorted. I don't know. No cameras, no microphones, but yeah, we've got all the preparation going coming along <laughs> swimmingly. 
so I, uh, yeah, like, uh, thanks. I, I just, I know that that was a long-winded one on that. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting, especially if miniatures end up behind the paywall. I think that that's mm-hmm. kind of, and they've, they've said that, there are exclusive miniatures behind the paywall, or maybe early access to miniatures behind the paywall, which is a bit of a pay-to-win situation. I know, mm. yes, for the people at home, Rob, it's already pay-to-win. Yeah, fine. Like, I think, I just because I, just I missed go on, that. Go sorry. on, Lee. No, no. Go on, no, 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 you go first, no, Nate. Okay, well, I was just going to say, I think they have to be careful, obviously, if they're putting everything behind the wall, uh, that they don't piss people off basically, the players that they've got, and that they don't make it too hard for new players to find them if they're fucking hidden away in some secret fucking special place. They're just never going to pick up any new people because you have to fucking have the special secret handshake and all of that to get in there. So, yeah. But they just have to be careful that they don't fucking... Close it off too much, and see yeah. that's the that's the interesting it's, thing about not pitching weird, out. Seems like a weird way to. It should be a marketing tool to sell the hobby, and if you just fucking hide it away under a fucking box, and then only let uh, certain people in that have that know all about it, then yeah, you're not. It's mm. just going to get smaller and smaller. So I would thought so. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure, there's clever of people have thought about it, so hopefully they have. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, Nathan, with you, I think that's the problem, right? Like, you you don't happen to be randomly watching a YouTube channel, like, and then it takes you onto another YouTube channel. And now all of a sudden, you discovered this thing that you really like. Mm. You know, you're watching whatever. Like, you know, um, maybe you end up with like, I mean, how heavy they're going to be on IP. I mean, one of the things that people love doing is React videos, as an example. You know, like I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about like, you know, like YouTube is a YouTube. That's their YouTube mm. job. You know, they like watch a new series. Like, oh, watch Castlevania. Here's my review. Like that sort of stuff. Like, and it gets our audience wider. And I think that we all want the audience to be wider because that kind of that's the conversation. Because we just love the thing. Like, why don't you want the mm. thing to be more people in the thing? More chances for more mates. Like, that's mm. the best bit. Like, I saw someone dogging on someone on events the other day. Someone said something like, "Oh, why would you go to events with loads of tryhards?" And someone was like, "Yeah, I had a terrible time. I like made two new friends, and I got quite drunk. It was the worst experience of my life. I'll never go." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Sounds like, awful. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds awful. Why would I ever do that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fucking so, like, poisonous drinks and friends. Yeah, poisonous drinks. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <sighs> like that's the Warhammer Plus. Now to. F- Finish the story, the show off. This is exciting. Mm-mm-mm. Age of Sigma, three boys. Yeah. There's... Let's just get the negative right out of the way. Just like rip a band-aid off. It's going to be an exclusive box that will probably sell out and you might not get a copy and you might be super pissed off. There'll be loads of scalpers and they're going to make you sad. That conversation already brought to you by loads of Twitter people who have the same chat every time. No one gives a fuck. It's done. Okay, it's done. Okay, there won't be enough. So there we go. Moving on, um, if it's anything like the Indomitus box, which is exactly what it'll be like, um, it'll sell out and all well, that other stuff. it's got the same name, nearly, isn't it? It has. What's it called? It's called... Uh, Dominion. 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 So which is see... what uh, those people, the ones that do things first, what they're called? Grim, Grimdark. We do things first, live. They said it was going to be called <laughs> Dominion. So they... There you go. They can take another one off. 
You well heard done, it then. There. They heard it. We heard it there first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, the point is, is it's going to be exactly like uh, the 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 Indomitus box. And if you guys weren't aware, because you're not 40k mm. fans, it was a box which was their launch box, so not a starter box. They used to do starter mm. boxes, which would be kept on the shelves for a long amount of time. Now this is their launch box. So it once it sells out, mm. it goes like Curse City, like everything else. So it's just going to mm. fly off the shelves. And if it's but- anything like Indomitus, this is the great news. It will be super good value. Indomitus mm. was wild value. There's currently a huge, huge, huge pissy fight in the 40k community about how expensive um, four, five heavy, heavy intercessors. Are. Intercessors, mm. thank you. Uh, and they are they're pricey. Is the point? And the heroes uh, from the box, mm. the same as the Curse City ones, like uh, obscene amounts. Exactly right. Um, now AOS pizzas are probably doing made to order as well after. Not 100% certain of that, because if we look at what happened since that made-to-order that happened last year, so what happened was Indomitus sold out, and then they were like, don't worry, everyone, like there's so much, we're going to do a made-to-order, we're going to order more for like a second and third wave. Mm. Problem with that was uh, that that's knocked all of their production. Everything else is sold out. Blood Knights is sold out again, like the Shrine, Luminor, like, like there's a bunch of things sold out. So there might be like a, a scarcity issue, which is a bit of a problem, because Nathan Prescott, what did we see in the box? Or what animation did we see? Because this is the exciting news. Mm. Sorry? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh the, from the... Uh, Rob's there. He's, got, he's waving the banner. He's got his trombone. He's like... <laughs> I didn't watch the, the thing on Saturday. But uh, yeah, I've seen the screenshots. There's uh, a lightning voice... Uh, Blasting a green skin. There is there is a still image of a hobgoblin, and also in another video, when looking at a stormcast, or maybe they're fighting against Kragnos or something, you screen capped, and there's a hooded goblin model as well, or goblin. And this is where I've not seen that. You did. You shared it to me. You went look at that hood. You sent it to me. Did I? Yeah, you were like, look at who's this hooded figure. Remember. No, I was talking about Quiver, and then everybody told me where the Quiver was from. Where was it from? From the back of a stone, a beast rock, a fucking, I don't know, I've forgotten now. They told me, and then I stopped listening. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. Uh, (laughs) I think from one of those ogre things, the uh, Beast Claw Raiders Mm. dudes. One of them have got a quiver on the back. But it's weird because the quiver is not attached to the back of a beast rider. It's just, I don't know what it's next to. Just like a, a beige lump. So I don't know what that is. You heard it here first. Unboxing Dominion. Beige lumps. <laughs> Stormcast versus beige lumps. Great set. Uh, their their uh, ability will be immediately forgettable. Uh, Very. It's like what was it? Uh, like it was. It's like basically like if you've got bad eyes and you forgot to put your contacts in. That's what the whole army looks like. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Uh, uh, I... but, yeah. In the the screenshot that somebody did from the cartoon thing, there yeah? was a uh, an orc, like a scroll orc with a weird hat. So yeah. And how Not did that really make you hat. feel he with your like emotions? A... 
funny top mop thing with it uh, with like a handlebar on the top. I thought he was trying to. I've, I've, well, obviously excited that there's new green skins, but I was wondering why he was wearing like a handlebar on his head. But yeah, I'm in. Maybe he's trying to be a bicycle. I was going to say that he's a bicycle enthusiast. <laughs> uh, just James and Dan. I just he's to... the mount. Nathan, yeah. he's the mount. And he's, whoever rides it's on him. It's an army of mounts. It's a mount. And he's got a load of mounts with him. Yes, figured it out, Dan. I have no idea what's happening on this show now. James and Dan, I want you to know, next time we throw to Nathan cold like that and he gets nowhere, silence. I need a promise from you two, yeah? (laughs) On our tattoos, don't save him. Like five minutes, just let him just cold power through. Great work. It looks like that there's either a hobgoblin race. We know Stormcast will be in the starter box in Dominion. Or and they're going to be against a destruction greenskins force. Now it looks like they're either small goblins, no, large goblins, or small orcs. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's better though. Yeah, that's my question. Let's have what, a vote. Let's have a vote in the chat. Dan, Nathan, James. I'm going to throw it to you first, James. What do you want it to be? Large goblins, small orcs. Large goblins. Large goblins or boglins or smorks. Some no, of the other large options. Go- large goblins. Okay, large goblins. Dan? Buzzed in. I am Buzzed also in. going to be on the large goblins train. I would like it to be like hobgoblins, large goblins, but specifically not chaos dwarf large goblins. No, oh, wow. Fucking rude. Because <laughs> uh, like... he doesn't like dwarves anymore. Carry on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he hates them. Uh, Nathan, where yeah, you at? Obviously. Large goblins, too. I mean, why would you want smaller orcs? It's not what orcs are about. Dan! Big, you meant to just bigger... let him, like, oh, just... Fuck. You just want bigger <laughs> goblins, not smaller orcs, all the time. Yeah. Large goblins. <laughs> so fuck you guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I just, I just wanted to see where he went after You're he said absolutely this. right. <laughs> I just cared too much. I cared yeah. too much. Uh, so everyone in the chat is what boblins versus snorks. I, I completely understand that. Uh, Nathan, I agree. Why would you want smaller orcs? Yeah. But I think maybe they're more sneaky orcs, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. goblins. That's what goblins are. Sneaky orcs. Small. It's not wrong. So some positive news is normally... I mean, that's an amazing box. New Stormcast, cool. Destruction, cool. Destruction, finally getting models, cool. Yeah. And normally, if we look at the um, uh, the other box from 40k, uh, the value was really, really good. Mm. Like it was a really great value box, which is cool. The sad news is, uh, like, uh, so I'm all positive. I'm all positive on the box. It's a box that I probably would love to get. It's got new Stormcast, and I think those new Stormcasts are going to be really good, especially if they go down that Dragon Rider, more kind of knightly route that mm. they've got. I think that's awesome, and I'm super keen on that. The uh, orcs are also going to be like really cool. I'm very excited about for like what that might look like and kind of the whole thing. And the fact that the box will be super cheap is is great. I mm. guess kind of the the sad news is is will this be the first example of us not being able to pick up a digital copy of both the battle tome and or the book? I guess that's kind of my one single worry. Mm. Um, like, and we don't need to talk about that loads. It's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. So I'm not too stressed. 
Um, there'll be a great rule book inside of it as well, and probably there'll be a rule book on the side. The reason I think say that that's important for you as an audience to understand is because obviously I want to make sure that you get the product that you want, and you probably should get there on the day. Because if they don't make digital books, you're gonna have to make sure you get your rule book via um, the the web store or whatever. Ugh. So I think, yeah, yeah. What, uh, James, I, go on. What do you think, James? I just, I honestly like, just hate the idea that in 2021 when the other day I read a really interesting article that was about the whole of the United Kingdom and all the councils in it having to have specific recycling bins for every household as like a legal thing because we don't recycle enough. Games Workshop are like oh, those digital copies that are really good for the environment screw them. Yep. Yeah, really good. Really good. Like, I, not... I think nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else matters to me. Like, just environmentally. Huge company. Makes everything out of plastic. Like, where's the one way you can cut back? Paper. <laughs> Don't we want them to make everything out of hemp now? Sure. Maybe. Let's do that. Okay. Right, just thought... Yeah. Let's do that. I don't know where I was yeah. going with that. So, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> swing and a miss. I thought I'd throw something wild out there, see if anyone grabbed it. No one wanted it. So, I'll just bring it back to myself. I'll put that in the pocket for later. Yeah, I'll you get, keep I'll, that hemp. Yeah, I'll get home and I'll be like, remember that hemp line you threw out there? What were you doing? <laughs> I also, uh, I'd just like to say a big shout to Guy Zide, who was like, I heard James say this in 2019. I did say in 2019. I've been saying it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> what's our warhammer password again don't forget it's we love you 69 uh that's what it is hemp tufts uh okay well i mean there's not really much else to talk about it apart from the fact that we're going to get to see everything on saturday that's pretty exciting mm. that's really soon as well right I'm so keen so like, keen really keen so yeah like are you guys is, like is there any like major quick fire top line things you'd like to see from the new edition other than the box um, anything really quick you'd like to see in the news? It could be new rules, new models, anything. What do you like to see? Uh, a 76 wound Star Drake so that it can survive the f- re-rollable charge that Kragnos <laughs> has again. It's it. Uh, okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, what about <laughs> you? <laughs> what about you, Dad? Uh, I would like to see triangle bases. Uh, just, just <laughs> everything. No, every single model on a slightly smaller base. <laughs> like, you want to see the entire game have to rebase just a slightly... Sm- no, slightly larger, surely. Oh, <laughs> no. Sorry, everyone. I'm watching an ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I was, someone linked... James sent me the thing to raid, so I linked, linked him. Everyone could watch me do it. So don't worry about that. Carry on. Um, no, but genuinely, what I would like to see is I would just I I just want to be able to get my hands on that box, and and all of the other stuff aside, I lit- I love a I love a new GHBs and a new edition because of the changes it brings. I literally just want changes. That's it. Just want want to get there and and be like, what what were they thinking, or how are we possibly going to deal with this? Or I'm so upset that I just based a new Gravelord's army around four battalions, and now battalions are gone. Why did you put them in a book so close to a new edition release? I don't understand this. Like, I don't mind any of that, because I'm just excited for the changes. Okay, well, that's good. And then Nathan, Nathan, you, finally. Well, uh, I see the chat has brought up 60 more bases, so I would like the bases to be the sizes that they say they are. For starters, or just the size they sell them with. Yeah, <laughs> just not. 
But yeah, but what if they say it's a sixty mil? It should measure sixty mil, and yeah. that's what they should call it. That's all. That that would be great start. And yeah, it doesn't have to have any books in it at all. Just some models and tell you that you can go and look at the instructions online, and you can look at the story and the rules online. Job done. Okay, nice. No book at all. Not even a pop. No. Book. <laughs> okay, some pictures. Maybe that dude and his missus and his other missus. Yeah. Not even a picture book. Just to inspire you while you colour in your models. <laughs> it's a wee cool painting. What are you doing tonight, Nathan? There's some colour in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. staying inside the lines That's what you That's, That's what, you, what you painting write. is. It's colouring in. It is colouring in. I just never yeah. called it that. That's what we will... do. Colouring. I'm going to go and colour in my dolly. Right. This has been an amazingly weird show, and I want to thank everyone for donating money, uh, gift subscriptions, uh, bits donations. I want to thank all three of the co-hosts, obviously, uh, lots. Um, I don't know if any of this was worth watching at all, is the point. I'd like to thank the YouTube people if they've watched it, for any, and, the, and also the podcast guys. So thanks. Oh, imagine for... just listening to it. Wow. <laughs> You guys are heroes. <laughs> you, you're the round of applause for them podcast people. You're the lucky Can't ones. See any of it? <laughs> Stop hydrating and start drinking other stuff. Mm. Now. Yeah. Well, I bet they did. Right. Uh, here yeah. The... I was about to yeah, say. They didn't get... <laughs> if they're hearing this part of it, they didn't get this far sober. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I just want to shout out guys ID in the chat. I so he's in he's in a, a, a part of the world that's going through a lot of like turmoil at the minute. And the reason I, I only say it like that as opposed to naming the places is so that the chat stays in a positive focus as opposed to doing anything else. That's why guys ID. So I want you to know um, uh, that it's meant with love and not anything else. Uh, that's really important to me. Um, uh, yeah. Whenever I'm doing the show, I'm always thinking about the audience listening back as well as the audience watching live. Um, and I think you three think about that. Five percent. What this is? Four I reckon three point two. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get shout outs this week? Yeah, you all no. get shout outs. Who Good. would you guys oh, like to shout? Oh, I'd like to go last. Oh. I'd like oh, you to go like last. to go last. <laughs> Dan, who oh, would you like shout out? Shout. Oh, go on. I, I have, I'm going to shout out uh, Warhammer TV Triple X Plus because I am I'm ahead of time. I'm putting it out there into the universe that you're going to be awesome. You know, like what was that fucking book from like a decade ago where people were like, if I believe in it hard enough, I'll find a car. The secret, the secret. I am, I am, I'm doing a, the secret for Warhammer Triple X Pro to be amazing. I'm putting it out there ahead of time. Okay, Nathan. Who's I didn't know with? there was going to be a triple X mode. Yeah, I'm in. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that there's a Reddit for that, Nathan? I don't know. You know. Oh, no. Do you know what Reddit is? You do know that. There's a yeah, there's a Reddit yeah. for for the thing you just described. Cool. I'll have to have a look for that. I'll send it to you later. Uh, Thank you very much. It's won't take me long to find. It's the first. Yeah, I'm sure it's the. It's at the top of your Reddit thing, whatever yeah. it is. Fifty Menu. Shades of Grot Screen. is uh, my favourite yeah. current. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grot. <laughs> Fifty Shades nice. of Grot. James, those Grots are well into bondage with all them bloody nets. I'll shout out the chat for yeah. uh, 
making Rob cry loads, and yeah, that's great. Keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> Scarecrow the Poon King. <laughs> <laughs> James. James. <laughs> please, please. Oh, oh, I was going to have two shout outs. Yep. I was going to shout out the chat for making Rob cry, so I'm going to yep. do that again, even though Nathan beat me to it. Yep. And then uh, I'm going to give my second shout out uh, to Dan, our co host Dan, who's just told me how much he wants the next copy or a copy of Dominion. So big shout out to him all the way in Australia, who's never going to get a copy. And big shout out to me, who's going to buy four copies and then sell three to Dan at own overinflated price. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Oh, God. So when when you can't get a box, uh, chat, you know who to at. It's James. What? uh, Who who in the chat is like, I didn't think it would sell out. Like, who doesn't watch this show? And is it like, <laughs> yeah, I reckon, I reckon I won't sell out at all. That'll be fine. Um, uh, yeah. So, crash yeah, on your one thousand dollar Dominion box, Dad. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the third one. When he buys the third one, he gets it half price. Yeah, 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 good, good. And then you bundle all of the postage and charge me five hundred for that. Uh, right, uh, we are Itch. leaving this whatever, and we'll be back <laughs> probably never. Uh, and oh. it's been a great time. So thanks to everyone who listens to the podcast. Stay hydrated. Thanks to the YouTube thugs. Um, hit comment, like, subscribe, whatever. Uh, and then uh, thanks to my three co-hosts and the Twitch chat, and you all being wonderful, gracious, kind people. I can't thank you enough for for supporting the show and us. Um, we're going to go raid someone. I think they're French. James wants us to raid them. I'm not sure why. Uh, they're, reviewing... they're reviewing a Nighthaunt Battle Tome. Yeah, they're reviewing the Nighthaunt Battle Tome. Um, About five years really, late. Really good the... short show, guys. <laughs> yes. Just want to say really good short show. Yeah, good short show. Nailed yeah, good it. short really show, valid. team. We, short we, show. we nailed it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, it's in French. This is going to be brilliant. <laughs> There's like 12 people watching too, so All right, please stay because it'll be great fun. All right, let's go fuck them up. Uh, you guys have been wonderful. <laughs> Honest Wargamer crew, wherever you watch or whoever you are, you're the ones, and thanks for being great. Talk to you soon.